Now, what's good, y'all? Welcome this week's episode of Talks with Taboo. Welcome this week's episode of the podcast. Hope you're all having a great week, and I appreciate y'all being here, man. I really do, because we have an excellent guest for y'all today. Uh, they're a duo, and I've known about them for a while. Uh, we've gotten to know each other a little bit over the past year, and this is the first time I got to dive in to their dynamic. It was honestly one of the most beautiful stories and relationships I've ever heard from some friends or a duo. It was beautiful. I was like, damn, man, I wish I was in a duo like this, man. They really just love each other. Make amazing music. Really been starting to pop off. Just played Electric Forest, played the Gores. They're playing here the, uh, in Denver at the Zed's Dead Jamboree with the back-to-back with Mercer. So doing a lot of really big shit. Um, and I'm just going to let this episode get into it. Really, really happy about this episode. Really happy to have these guys on. They were super great. So ladies and gentlemen, Smokeland. Jeremy, we ready to roll, baby? We've been rolling. Oh, shit. I roll all day, every day. Yeah, we're <laughs> so do we. Hey, boys. Boys. Hold up. Let's, let's, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. Cheers, <laughs> Cheers, boys. fellas. Cheers. Thanks yeah. for having us. Hey, yeah, dude. Thank real. y'all for being here, Appreciate dude. Appreciate I love you, boys. This has been good. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I knew it was going to be good. I was excited about this. <sighs> beer. Yeah, happy to be here. Drink it. What's wrong with beer, dude? I love beer. Yeah. <laughs> You just said right before this episode, you're like, I don't really drink beer. <laughs> if ever, if anyone asks, I do drink beer. It's because you're watching your figure, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you're pretty. Figure. Gotta count the carbs. Yeah, he's a pretty healthy guy. <laughs> I try to be. Do you, like, count carbs and stuff like no, that? No, yeah. no. I eat, like, shit. Yeah. I work out so I can maintain the lifestyle yeah, it, I like. Yep. I'm working out so I can eat the way I want. Yeah. And uh, I'm barely and skating fingers. by. So. <laughs> nah, dude, you look good, bro. Take bites. <laughs> dude, you ever get in the gym with a man? No, never. Sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> we, hey, we were supposed to go this week. He brought his athletic shoes, brought the whole nine, you know, whole everything, and it just sat in the corner the whole time. We haven't yeah, done shit. Yeah, I was shit. like, maybe we'll just stay here and smoke a joint and watch Breaking Bad. <laughs> <laughs> dude, do you get high and go to the gym? Uh, I do. Damn, I dude, getting, I, I stoned on the way to the gym. I can't do that, bro. I love it. I just be like, just like, why am I doing this right I now? I love it. <laughs> it's like when you're when I'm sober, dude. I'm like, oh, let's just do it. But when I'm hot, I'm like, ah. Um, there are sometimes I will get stoned on the way, and then I'm in there and I'm like tired yeah. from it, and then I will regret it. But for the most part, it's just natural, I guess. I just want to smoke and go lift weights. Yeah, when I'm sober, I'm like, I'm lifting weights because I want to feel good. And when I'm high, I'm like, I'm lifting weights because I fucking hate myself. I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like that, though. Yeah. Dude, so, which one of y'all has the bigger penis? That's really what I want to know. <laughs> well, well, Harry's like drags on the floor when he walks. <laughs> I gotta use fair. it as a belt. I gotta tie it around my waist as a belt. Damn, dude. The answer, his girth, though. <laughs> Don't get me started on the girth. It's like a tuna can. <laughs> Not very long, but very wide. A <laughs> show. So we we really complete each other's um, my We're length like <laughs> length to shaft ratio to his uh, girth circumference. It's a solid cock. Dude, y'all are like a yin and yang. Just like looking at y'all, like looking like totally different people. It's crazy, man. We met in college ten years ago, and uh, 
it was like normally, uh, yeah, we're so different on so many levels, like clothing, music taste, but our personalities just mesh so well that like none of that ever matters. And we get that all the time, everywhere we go. They're like, dude, you guys are so different, but so the same. Um, it works for us. I don't know. Yeah. When we're together, I mean, it's like we're sharing the same brain sometimes. Like we'll even like, we'll think of the same thing and say it at the same time. Cause honestly we've hung out for 10 years. <laughs> like it's uh it's almost re- re- a little ridiculous it's cool. sometimes. It's a cool it's, dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they say opposites attract. You yeah. know what I mean? Have someone pick up where you keep off and, you know, you left off and, or where you lack and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. That's what a beautiful part about like duos and shit like that. You know what I mean? Like you have two ways of approaching it. Totally. Yeah. yeah. It's like, uh, we remind, uh, it reminds me, we remind, like ourselves of the S fanboys, <laughs> it's like is that such a good or a bad? yeah, it's a great. It's, it's just such a comparison thing. Like they're just so different in so many ways. It I don't know. Seems. I feel like y'all get along a lot better. Though. I'm dead, bro. They be arguing, bro. Dog. It's so funny, dude. They really do. It's be. the biggest brother like like uh, relationship. It's so funny. I love it though. I feed off it. I love when Michael gets on Jacob's ass. It's so funny. I don't, dude. I'm like, be nice to him. He's a sweetheart. <laughs> Michael's relentless, bro. He is, dude. Michael's fucking angry all the time. We call him aggressive Michael Gentle Jacob. I like it when he focuses it on Jacob, though, because then he's not aggressive towards me or anyone else. (laughs) So that's a nice buffer. Because once he starts getting aggressive towards me, I'm like, oh, God, here we go. Yeah, that's fun, dude. So whenever y'all met each other, were y'all, like, were y'all producing? Like, like how did this, how did this happen to be a duo? Because, like, you know, duos are a great thing, but also it's like, it's like a, it's like a, I won't say a burden at times, but I feel like at times it can be right. Like you split everything, but whenever like that's where you know the two creative minds coming together to make one project. Yeah. So like what? How did how did it come about? Were y'all just like DJing, having fun, or like you just like picking up producing? How did that start? I mean, yeah, it started off like when we met in college. We actually didn't even we weren't even into electronic music yet. This is back in 2011. So like when we met, we were in college. Then I finally went to my first show. And then, like, a month later, I brought Ant to his first show. Because I was yeah. like, dude, come peep this out. This is, like, a really fun thing to do, I guess. So that kind of kick-started it. Um, and then we both ended up going back home. And, like, we had been DJing together. We started picking up DJing. So that was, like, our thing that we did. We'd always uh, be playing music. And then Ant actually started producing first. Yeah. Uh, so when we were living at our uh, – when I went back home to Arizona and he was in the Bay Area, um, he started making music. So every time I'd come up and visit him – He'd show me a song, you know, and then it would kind of keep progressing and progressing. And then finally, you know, that was for a couple of years where he was kind of just closet producing, working a job with DJ, whole nine yards. And uh, finally, in like 2018, it took a while. I was finally like, dude, teach me how to like make music. Let's like do this as a fucking duo. Like, I think we could be good at it. It could be fun. Um, We have potential. And we never thought like any of this would really come from this so it was just like a fun thing to do and once he started teaching me um we really just started taking things a lot more serious and it just started to snowball from there um i owe everything to this guy this guy taught me everything um yeah that's that's kind of how it started it wasn't like some you know one was like uh one had been doing it and then showed me or yeah it was just it was cool the way he started, like the way he taught me how to do things. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah in the beginning, I feel like I, uh, I mean, I wanted to be a, a DJ more than a, a producer, but I wanted to be able to get free tickets to 
festivals and concerts and stuff was kind of the goal. Like, if I can go to this festival for free, that's a win in my book. Yeah. Like, I don't care where I play. And uh, and then back in, like, 2014, I got booked for, like, my first uh, festival, which was Northern Nights up in Northern California. And I got to play the Silent Disco at, like, 7 a.m. And Harry came out and all my friends. And it was a rough day because my first day on the CDJs, Played like a Zed's Dead song backwards because I didn't know the reverse <laughs> forward thing how to work that thing. Dude. But luckily it was seven a.m. and it was, it was about like, seven of us out in the crowd. <laughs> yeah. so it wasn't like a lot of people saw it, but <laughs> yeah. but there, anyone who was up was like, "Oh yeah, this is crazy." We're changing <laughs> the channel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Or someone's on drugs. They're like this experimental. <laughs> there, were, there were people dancing to it. <laughs> There were people literally, it was under your skirt. I'll never forget it. It was under your skirt by Zed Zed going in reverse, and there were people just getting it. I'm like, just looking at Harry like, I don't know what to do. And he's yeah. looking at me like, what do you want me to do? Yeah. <laughs> like, this is the most forward-thinking music I've yeah. ever heard, dude. Yeah. Play it back. But, yeah, man, it just it started really naturally. We never forced anything. Um, we took our time with him teaching me. Um, it took a while for us to release our first song. We didn't want to force anything. Um, and it's just progressed from there. Uh, and now we're both like, I feel like we're both extremely good at what we do. Um, but yeah, everything's from Anthony, man, for real. I owe a lot to this guy. He's, he's really taught me a whole lot. And, uh, I don't think we'd be where we are today if this guy hadn't been the first one to start and really, you know, take the reins and, we still, everything kind of runs through Anthony. So all my ideas, all his ideas, it, what he says go so when i'm sending him projects he's like eh, this one doesn't really work that well man like he's very hands-on with it and uh yeah man very thankful for this guy that's beautiful dude yeah, I, lo- I, lo- I love i love like the love you showed him right yeah man i i owe this guy everything man he really helped me change my life it makes my heart um, happy yeah dude. Uh, it really it, does it's been a great great experience and uh i'm always learning and he's always learning and uh yeah the thing you never learn at all you're right. That's the thing with producing. You're literally There's right, always man. something more you can learn. Yeah. I, I was telling Jeremy about this a long time ago. I was like, just try to be 1% better every day. Yeah. You can Facts, learn dude. one new thing. Facts. 100 man. days, you'll be 100 days better. That's 100% great, more better. That's a great yeah. way of thinking about it. If you could just learn one new thing a day, no matter what it is, yep. you're always going to progress. Because yeah. no one knows it all. Even your best dudes in the game are still looking up YouTube tutorials, asking people questions. No one knows it it's all. It's impossible to learn it all yeah, just because no. the technology is just constantly improving. Yeah, you're and, right. And, you know, there's just all these new tricks and amps and, and distortion plugins mm-hmm. and fucking synths. It's just like, yep. and there's all the analog gear. It's like, cool, you learned this digital synth. You show, put them in front of some oh, analog geez. shit. He's yeah, like, I don't know like, what to do. Nope. <laughs> that's all foreign, man. Yeah, then you get in the studio with a new producer and they teach you something. You're like, I didn't know you could do it like that. It might be the same thing you've done for five years. And they do it a faster, easier way. Yeah. That's been one of the cool things about moving out here is I've been getting in the studio with a bunch of other producers that, you know, there's only like a couple down in New Orleans. Uh-huh. And there's like, you know, you throw a rock outside, you'll hit a producer here. Yeah. And this is uh, <laughs> Denver's white people Wakanda. <laughs> so, um, this is a uh, producer haven. Wook Hollywood, like yeah, this, it, this has been crazy out here. You can go, Hollywood, yeah, Hollywood. You, you can go anywhere and meet any type of producer, man. I've met some of the coolest, biggest dudes just at a restaurant or at a bar or something. Oh, it's been wild, just yeah. like going into a green room, like, oh shit, what are you doing here? You know, literally, man. Yeah, it's cool. It's refreshing. It's nice to be surrounded by like-minded people who are like have the same goals as you, who are driving to do the same thing that you are. It's nice to be surrounded by that. Yeah, and everybody trying to get it. One thing I love about like 
the scene too is like there's a room for whatever right mm-hmm. so like if you come up and you have something different to offer there's room at the top there's yeah. it's not just you know like a uh, pigeonholed um, mm-hmm. room it's like if you have something fresh and new and unique or whatever there's, there's room for you there's room for you yeah yeah and it's cool and it's really inviting in that way yeah i, I did not i thought it would be way harder to you know get to where we're at right now i'm mean, not that we aren't working hard but if you just do it every day, five hours a day at least, you know, and you really put all your love and passion into it, you can get there, you know? Yeah, we've been doing this. October will be four years of the project. And uh, some I, – I can't remember who told me this, but when we were talking about the project, it was about a 1,000 days in of our project. And they're like, man, you guys went from – not even having a project to do and what you're doing in a thousand days. It's a thousand days of consistency could change your life forever. Yeah. And And they say 10,000 hours is what it takes to become a master or something totally or or 10 years to become successful or whatever. Totally. And, and, uh, yeah, it is crazy, man. How it goes from like just nothing to like, oh shit, people know about me now. It's crazy, man. (laughs) It's literally crazy. People you've never met all over the world sometimes. Like, yeah, it's wild. It is cool though. It is cool because it's just like you dream about it. You're like, okay, this could happen. Like, what? If, like, you're talking when you're younger. Like, dude, what if we got to play on this festival? Or what if we met this guy? And now they're like your your boy. You know dude, what I'm saying? And it's so crazy how the your perception can change just from the growth that you make um, on how big of a deal something could be to you a year or two ago, and then you work really hard and get to that point, and then that's almost like you feel like yeah, this is exactly where we should be. I'm ready for the next thing now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a combination of really never being fully satisfied, but being content with where you're at. Yeah. You're happy with where you're at, but you always want that a little bit more. Yeah. Well, goals always change, right? So like, it's like what you said, what you thought is unreachable at this one point. Now you're here. You're like, what's well, that next step? So like, yeah. I have I have a goal board back there. And I saw that. Yeah, so like, I need to reevaluate. I usually reevaluate like every eight months or so. Don't even read it right now. These I are, love old, it. are old goals. But says, like, get laid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ask Jeremy to marry You know? <laughs> But it's stuff like, I mean, like I said, goals always change. Priorities change. You change. The music change. The industry change. Will you hit this one time? Yeah, dude. I'll do drugs with y'all. <laughs> we just tight. We just tight. Hey, dude, I have been smoking. I know you have. That's the Denver me. lifestyle. I, sometimes I see your tweets about, you know, smoking a little doobie here and there. Yeah. That brings a tear to my eye. <laughs> I smoked last night. Like, oh, Mitch is, over there. Mitch is over there getting stoned, man. I love it. <laughs> I smoked last night. Because I started, I started seeing this gal. She's a huge stoner, so we just be chilling. Hell, you yeah. know what I'm saying? I love it. We just be chilling and getting hot. So, but my tolerance is so low, and I love that. Yeah, yeah. I wish, you just man. need a couple puffs. And yeah, like, dude. Like blitz. I'm already stoned. You <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? I'm already stoned. We're all like, all right, dude. We're gonna do a project. What do we love? Weed. Okay. Dude, you know what the scene that. needs? Another weed DJ. I, I can't stress enough. <laughs> I can't stress enough how little we thought of this project and how much time was put into this. From the Bay Area, like weed. Smokeland. All right. Yeah. Sounds good. Dude, print it and stamp it. Let's get it going. Like it wasn't a, a big thought process, you know? Yeah. But, um, and I think that's what worked best for us is that we don't put a lot of thought into things. We just kind of do it. Keep and it uh, that's just how it works. And it ended up paying off. Yeah. It's like a Yoda quote. More weed DJs. Yeah. More do more weed DJs. Yeah. We need more weed DJs. DJs who say they're aliens. <laughs> and DJs that 
wear all black and make the most aggressive dubstep you've ever heard. Yeah, that's what we need <laughs> with, about, with black yeah. and red branding. You yeah. fit into one of those three. There's no if ands or buts. You you're out. one of those three. <laughs> <laughs> what am I then? Where do I fall? There? You're smoking weed, dude. You're oh, a weed yeah. DJ now. Yeah, welcome, welcome. Damn welcome it, to dude. I was side. hoping to be the fucking PBR DJ, nah, you know? No. Just smoke weed on camera with us. Sponsor You're just called. You're fired. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking. Nah, dude. I was hoping to be like your drunk uncle. <laughs> Oh but boy. the one that doesn't touch you. Whoa! You know? I was about to oh, say, man, man, he can't come within 500 feet of me, so this is not going to work out. No touching, no be deal. Like, what is it with uncles touching? He's going to be like Uncle Ricky. No, you can't come near me. What is it with the uncles be touching th these young, know, like you know, man. your nephews and shit? I don't know, man. They just want to wrestle and be weird. Yeah, he's like, dude, dude, come over here and wrestle me, dude. <laughs> come over here and wrestle your uncle, dude. I had a weird experience yesterday, and it was on my, it was on my end. I looked like the creep. Let's so I was at the basketball court. It's not hard for huh? you to look like a creep. So let's no, 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 no. I felt as soon as You're it happened. Some tight defense. Uh, I've been seeing you balling lately. Too. I play every day. I see you every day. I love it, dude. I, listen, so I didn't grow up grow up around basketball. Yeah, never played when I was younger. Yeah, never, never was into it. And then I joined this gym a block from my house and had a basketball court. I'm like, wait, basketball seems like a really fun way to get my cardio in. Totally. And then I'm like, I've fallen in love with it. You know what I mean? It's, I started started watching the NBA like three years ago, started falling in love with the game. But then I was just like, hey, dude, this is so much fun. And now I'm playing like one-on-ones. I'm not like five-on-fives, yeah. two-on-twos. Like I've been playing against people. It's so fun, man. I'm I, just playing against teenagers. Yeah. yeah. And you dunk on them, bro. No, 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 no. I just started playing. I'm dead. They're, they're working your ass bro, off. Bro, yeah. fucking, I won my first game yesterday, and I was stoked, bro. That's why he's the creepy guy. He's like, Freaking takes off his shirt, bro, running around. Bro, bro. Get fucked. Easily, easily the oldest guy on the court, I'm dude. I'm not, and, they, and they, I've been getting worse. All right, but I practice every day, and I'm like about it. Like yesterday, I was practicing for like two and a half hours. I see you, man. I was I, about it. You know what I'm saying? So, I, it, it's like bad. I found a new love. I love it. You know, what I, I mean? play basketball every day. Yeah, I go to the gym, do my thing, and then I go shoot for you know at least an hour. Try to play. I love it. It's such a fun way of like. I forgot what it's like to be competitive sometimes. Yeah. So it's fun to like you know kind of get angry at people and kind of like let that release out. Um, I love basketball. It's, it's my favorite sport. I grew up playing, you know, all types of sports, and uh, it's definitely become my passion, mm -hmm. like my love, my sport love. I was never an athlete. I was always the music guy, mm -hmm. always doing music. And you so, were playing drums your whole life? Yeah. Yeah. So, so, like, you know, I never did, like, the sports stuff, but as I've gotten older, like, I fucking, like, outside of entertainment and, like, music, my hobby is sports. Like, not even playing, just watching. I'm obsessed with football, yeah. like, shit like that, the, like, the UFC, shit like that. Mm -hmm. Like, I love it. But anyway, back to the, me being creepy. So uh, I'm on the court playing against these teenagers, kicking their ass yesterday. Anyway, there's this kid on the other side of the court. He has like a mullet, and his ball comes. You comes, love him. His ball comes running up. He goes pick it up. I said, "Hey, kid," and he said, "What?" I said, "I like your hair." And he looks at me. and He goes, <laughs> "He just like gave me a face." Walks off. I'm like, "Whoa, dude! I have one too." I'm not trying to I'm fuck you, bro. Ten years, you bro. You have like the same haircut. I know. I was like, I'm not trying to fuck you. I didn't say that out he loud. He might have seen his future, <laughs> and was just so startled and uh, like disappointed. He's like, me. He went straight home, cut his. Buzz I don't want to it all. Off. And he's coming back, buzzhead. <laughs> he's like, I don't want to be 26 playing with a bunch of 16. He's coming back, buzzhead. <laughs> I'm dead. He looked at me, and then all my all my teammates later, I was like, dude, that just sounded creepy as shit. I need to go home. I'm dead. <laughs> okay. I don't want to fuck kids. Let me go ahead and say that. But as soon as I said it, I'm like, I can get why that could be creepy. You guys won yesterday? Yeah, two games. At least you got the dub. I won two. 
had I've lost every game ever since I started playing. You scored a lot of points, or I did. I got the game assist guy. I got the game point too. Let's go. Yeah, game point. I so like I'm not boy, an athlete. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not the best shooter, but I'm I was the best defensive player on on the court every time. So I play into that. But as you know, over the couple weeks me playing, I've gotten better at my shooting and. I've I missed every layup during the games. Every layup until yesterday. I could do it all day during yeah, practice, but yeah. fucking while the game's going, I missed every time. Yesterday I was fucking making them. I'm every dead. time I did, I was like, ah! I just fucking. If you don't invite me to play basketball one of these times, dude, let's do it today, man. Fuck. I'm gonna be mad at you. We can do it today. I'm just saying. I got balls. I'm just saying. There's a court half a block from my house, really? and there's an outdoor court like a mile from it. Just saying. I feel like Mitch playing defense, he'd be like just blowing in your ears, like. <laughs> Rubbing his junk on me. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm like getting on. Yeah, post up on me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I get in his ear. You make me vulnerable. <laughs> you make me vulnerable. Yeah, drive into I'm feeling, the hole. I'm feeling so vulnerable right now. <laughs> I feel like I can be vulnerable around you. <clears throat> so what's what's um? Uh, I'm gonna turn the podcast on to him. Yeah. Oh. No, I want I had something I wanted to ask you, dude. What was Harry like as a student as you're sitting there teaching him? Was he about it? Like was he was he lazy? What was he like as a student? Well, Harry was a, a student athlete his uh, freshman year in college. And uh I'm talking about like in production. <laughs> oh, like Anthony knew my studies. I was a terrible student. Oh, I was, I was leading into him not doing any. I was work. a terrible student as in school. Oh, uh, got you. Hey, uh, like, turn that turn that to like you like see how tip? Oh yeah. Uh, yo. Oh, there wow. you go. <laughs> as it falls right back down. I tried, but let's uh, keep going on. How is he like as like whenever you're teaching him music? Uh, it's pretty easy, you know. I'm not the best teacher, you know, because sometimes I, uh, I'm like, just like, why don't you just get it, you know? And I want him to just understand what's in my head and just figure it out. And uh, so I think patience is like the best thing with teaching and just letting them kind of figure it out on their own. Uh, Harry has uh, he has the drive and the passion. You know he can uh, he can put all the work in he needs. It's just a matter of time before these amazing results will start turning up. Yeah, that's good, dude. That's good. Mm-hmm. Fucking, I feel like he'd be a shitty student. <laughs> no, I'm terrible. Yeah, I he'd just be smoking weed all the time, like showing him. He's just rolling up. Um, we pay attention, goddammit. No, uh, it's he, a little easier <laughs> for me in the music aspect because I actually care about it and enjoy it. Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm much more attentive when I'm learning music. Um, but yeah, now it's a now it's a lot to the point where. It's a lot of my own self work and producing, and then him listening to the projects and checking it and yeah. going through it. Um, so it's not as much teaching anymore as it as what he said is just trial and error. Yeah, I get that. I'd be planting a lot of seeds, a lot of duds, but then every now and again you get that one that's like, hey. Yeah, I think music production is all just time and repetition. It takes so much time, dude. It is. It's just trial and error, man. It's like literally, it's like getting reps in the gym. Like you have to go do it, or else you won't yeah. get better. Just keep making songs. Make a song every day. You never know what's gonna come out of it. Even if you go to the studio for five hours and you make shit, you might have learned how to not do something. You know? Yeah. You're learning every day, and just don't get stuck on a track. Keep making new tracks because the next track's always gonna be better than the last track. Yep. Yeah, that is. I mean, but it's in, it's insane how much time you have to put in, right? Like, imagine if you were a guitar player compared to, like, a, a producer. All right? I'm not comparing production to instruments. I'm just talking about the time-wise. Actually, mm-hmm. I'm comparing a little bit. 
So like you produce like some days you have like a twelve hour studio day. Yeah. Where you don't leave. It's like imagine can you literally play the guitar for dude, twelve it, hours? That's crazy. Or it's the like, drums or some shit. Yeah, like, dude, there's no going. way. Yeah, yeah, an hour an hour of practicing the drums, you're just <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, dude, like if you played an instrument the amount of time that you have to put into music production, I feel like you'd be one of the best fucking musicians on the planet. Totally. But you put in those twelve hours in the studio. You're learning every instrument. Yeah, and then digital you, instruments. Right, and then you listen to Flume, you're like, I, lo- I know nothing. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. I know absolutely nothing. That was a nice, humbling Flume listen to really put you back into your, like, where you think you belong. Yeah. yeah. You're never as good as you think you are. Yeah. What's the dynamic between y'all? Like, we're talking about the S-Fan boys. They fucking fight all the time. Like, what is that? Is, do y'all have anything like that? We get along really well. I think it's bullshit. we haven't had an argument in, like, fucking three dude, years. We, dude, we never <laughs> argue. Like... Or even like, uh, like how Mike and Jacob like how Mike like ch- picks on them a little bit, or you know they get a little chippy and be oh, arguing yeah. and stuff. Like we don't do that. It's pretty like, I mean, we give each other shit like normal people. Yeah, but like we're never like mad at each other. We've ever. never once. Um, I, I I think there's maybe one time in the project, maybe two or three years ago, and so this is back when we just started. Yeah, where we had maybe had a little argument over something or like. We didn't agree on something, but man, I can't express how fluid we are when it comes to just everything. It's always like, yep, sure, that works for you. And then if it doesn't work for someone, it's just like, no, that doesn't really work. And then the other person goes, okay, well, then what do we do? Like, it's been crazy. And I'm a pretty, like... I don't want to say it's not confrontational person, but like I'll let you know. You're hard ass. Yeah, I'll let you know if I don't agree or if I think it's if I don't like it or whatever. And like I'm working on like how I tell people things and stuff like that. Him and I for the past ten years have never had that kind of clash. Yeah, it's Feud. pretty crazy. It's crazy because <laughs> I'd be doing it with everyone, but for some reason, like I like we him and yeah. I just don't. I mean, we do just it. sync up. We're dudes get each other, and most of the times the things we like are the same things. So we're like, yeah, that. That makes sense to me. Let's do it like that. This is bullshit. Dude, I'm telling no, no, you. No, no, no. I no, want I'm the juicy you. details. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you. There, no, hey, earlier on, like, there was, um, and I totally feel where he comes from. Like, dude, for so long, he was just the producer friend. No one cared about it, right? Like, he would just be the closet producer. And then, like, all of our friends start, after we, like, kind of made the project, and I started learning, all of our friends, like, kind of started learning. And, um... When I was starting, when I finally started learning enough to affect the project musically, I could understand there, there was a little bit of tension, maybe a little bit, because like he'd been doing this for so long, yeah, he just had, by he had, himself. He had a big jump. This was his thing. So now all of a sudden, his boy, who like is starting to do it, all of a sudden wants to put like input in on the music. Mm. And you know how personal that can be with your music. Right. Like, we stopped sending music <laughs> yeah. for feedback from people. I don't want the feedback. A long anymore. time ago, because we don't give a fuck what you think. I'm the same way. Fuck yeah. your dumb opinions. We don't care. You either tell us the song's fire or don't say shit. Yeah. <laughs> only only send music now if like a, a homie hits me up who like needs some tunes. Exactly. Yeah. That's like, I, I, we couldn't give a fuck about anyone's Because then their, their feedback's just going to throw off your whole mindset, your whole game. Right. I mean, there's only a few producers who all... I'll send it to for like advice or something. Yeah. So there was some, I don't want to say tension, but there was definitely like, uh, 
Well, it's like compromising now. It was you harder know? on both of us. Bringing in this uh, another idea, and you're like, well, this has been like this, you know? Like, yeah, I've done it but, for uh, so know, long. But then know? I've listened to like a hundred times. He's like, no, maybe it's better like that. And I go, what do you know? But yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like that, and and that that was the reality of it, you know. For the dude, ants completely open now to everything. Like it's been yeah. so, it's been so nice on me feeling like I can come with ideas, and he trusts them now. It's awesome. But yeah, that was, you know, a little part of the project where like, I was kind of like, fuck dude, like, I hope this isn't going to be like a problem later down the line. Like when we start really doing things, like I, I have input on th stuff. Like I want to say, like, I want to add stuff. And now it's just a, a two way street. It's like, everyone's open to everything. It's fucking awesome. That's fucking beautiful, dude. I'm like, I love y'all's relationship. Like if I could have a relationship like you two dudes and like, and y'all ain't even gay. And no. like y'all's relationship We're close. We can, we can teeter the line. Don't put us, don't, don't put us in a tent together for four days. We'll, we'll, we'll play gay chicken, but yeah, dude. I'm, yeah. I'm just, yeah. he said, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is pride month still. But uh, man, like I know it, it's just, it's just, I love how like y'all talk about each other right now dude like i was i was trying to get the dirty shit there you know, isn't I was trying any, to get the clip it's the fucking <laughs> it's the funniest shit ever because there's like not really dirty shit between us it's never been like a there's never been a time where him and i like couldn't talk to each other and yeah. we're just like beefing over something no if there like, was a something we'd settle it that day easily there's yeah. no way that it would it could go further than or that. the next day you'd be like i i feel like I didn't say it clearly the other day how I'm mm -hmm. feeling about this. Damn, when you have a relationship like this, don't you wish you were gay? Seriously, dude. <laughs> yeah, no, this would be the, the best thing ever, dude. Yeah, God, I'm going be married damn. by now. Dude, dude right, it's, dude. It's with me and we Andre. Try. Damn. It's with me and Andre. It's like, I'm, dude, I wish I was gay, bro. I'm just bro. saying, <laughs> yeah, man. Just watching sports with your boys. And yeah, you'd be, hubby, you'd be hubby tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, man, I, and I also think that's what's really um, maybe contributed to our, like, speed and, and success of the Jeremy, project. Jeremy's dying back there. I'm dead. <laughs> I think that's what's helped us, you know, kind of um, propel the project too is because we're so just fluid with each other and everything. Like, we're just so... Okay, yeah, down. We're down. What do yeah. you think? I mean, it what goes do all think? the way down to us as DJing together. We just trust each other. You know, you know most of our ask. sets are basically freestyled. Well, yeah, because it's like a back-to-back -back every yeah. time. Yeah. And I trust his every song he's playing. I'm like, this is going to be a banger. I already know it. Yeah. Like, it's so nice to feel that way. We're just trying to one-up each other every time, like we were in the living room with our controller. Yeah, I love that, dude. That sounds like fun. Yeah, yeah it sounds like a, this is this is a situation where it's like do, being in a duo sounds fucking awesome. It's awesome, man. Yeah. yeah, and we wouldn't have it any other way. Even though the the pay is half, and like flights are killing us, and like it it's really tough. does suck to split it down the middle. But then like you go somewhere with your best friend, and it, you're like, we just played the Gorge in Electric Forest the past two weeks. It's been the most amazing vacation of our lives. We, I mean, I, you probably see it all the time being yeah. a solo actor on the road by yourself all the time. Oh, dude, yeah. I get so fucking lonely. It's yeah. lonely, man. Yeah, I, just, I talk to myself in the hotel room when I'm <laughs> it's jerking It's lonely, off. bro. I'm like, God damn it, Mitch, your dick feels so good in my hands. <laughs> you call yourself by your first name. Yeah, it's like I'm, it's like, I'm like another person. <laughs> you know, it's like another person. Mitch, your dick is so smooth. I'm going to try that for later. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, like, it, it's like we've had to do shows by ourselves sometimes, and like, I'll just be sitting there in the hotel room it's like, this fucking sucks, dude. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I would never want to do that. Like, I can't do this by myself. So, yeah, it's nice, man, to have him and, you know. And then also when you're, like, you know, 
eating a dick at the airport and your flight's canceled, at least there's another guy who's canceled. And you ain't you. slept in your fucking <laughs> yeah, yeah, at least there's another guy. Sleeping on the floor of the airport. There's right? another guy right there with you going <laughs> through it. it. With, yeah, yeah it's, it's easier, man. No, I get that. I started traveling with a TM. And oh, it's, yeah. nice. it's that's that's been nice. It's nice, huh? Yeah. And who who'd you choose as your, as your team? Is it like my a close best friend? friend? Yep. Sick. Yeah. That's he, what we're doing of, right now. We're just training one of our best friends. Yeah. To, one of my best friends. He has like a lot of manager manager experience, like managing like bars and festivals cool. and shit. And he truly cares about like not only the project but me as a person. So like he's got my back. I got his. So like, let's that's fuck, awesome. Let's man. do this shit. Yep, that's you know the way you got to do it. Like yeah. keep it in the family. Yeah. I mean, that's what we say back home too. But. Um, <laughs> That has slipped that incest joke. In <laughs> Couldn't let that one go. So, Ant, were you doing any type of music before production? Did you play any instruments or anything? Or it was just you just got fell in love with the I music? mean, I was playing more sports. I played guitar when I was a kid but never practiced enough. And then just focused on sports and played baseball until, like, freshman year of college until I got in a lot of trouble smoking weed. And then it's like always the story. <laughs> yeah. I know so many like college athletes that just got in trouble. For yep. It. Yeah. Well, Shout I didn't weed. really look up the laws in Idaho when I moved from the Bay Area, so that was a mistake. And um, but then uh, when I like dropped out of school, I was like just bouncing around junior colleges, and I took like piano one classes, and I think piano helped me the most with songwriting. Um, uh, I made it my goal to like you know learn songs and. And try and actually do something, and because I was pretty lost after I dropped out of college, I didn't know what I was going to do. What were you in college for? Fucking, you was going bullshit. to be a vet. You <laughs> put pre vet, but that was fucking. I liked animals more than I like science. Yeah, and then uh, I was like, I'll go. I didn't know what to do, and music gave me a way to get my creative side out. I mean, in high school, I made like bullshit mashups but i didn't even understand what a key or a bpm was yeah. i was putting like mariah carey on top of like some weird ass hip-hop beat like, sounds like me dude yeah. <laughs> sounds like me today <laughs> uh but yeah then i just piano and i was i always said like my best instrument was the computer you know playing learning how to use that thing and do ableton is like no easy task and it's something you have to learn like an instrument and um and so I just, my life was changing. All my friends were out in different states because they were still in college. So I found music, and it helped me, uh, you know, get out of this rut that I was in and give me some direction with my life. That's beautiful. And you never had something that you were more dedicated to at the same time. I've huh? never been so dedicated to anything. Right. Usually I give up three years into something. That was the one consistent thing I noticed with him. You know, this is talking from 2013 to 16, 17, was that every time I saw him, there was always a new song. Yeah. Always new music. He'd sit me in the car and fucking blast me for 12 hours <laughs> with new music. And, uh, like, yeah, that was the one thing I noticed about him that, that he was really passionate about. And, uh, and it, like, helped kind of sway me and in, into that lane as well and it like totally rubbed off on me and now that's both unequivocally music is both of our number one 
passions in life. I've never seen us more dedicated. I can't keep a job for more than eight months. I've yeah. never kept a job for more than eight months. I get fired right at the eight month mark. This is the hardest I've ever seen Harry work, and this is the most passionate about anything. I eat, breathe, and sleep this shit, dude. You got to, bro. You like, have to. You this have has to. to run your fucking life, dude. I w- it would be the last thing I'd think about before I'd go to sleep, and the first thing I'd think about when I'd wake up. And how can I change my life and Ant's life today? What What is the next step? Like, how can we do it? And it fucking ate at me. And, and, like, I lost my last job that I had because I fucking stopped going. And I wanted to fucking sit home and produce. And I wanted us to go to shows. And I would just leave and not, t- like, it, it, nothing mattered. Nothing yeah. matters to, besides this. You said, that, like, you know, it's the first thing you think of and last thing. Bro, I was, I was dealing with that for a while. And it actually fucked me up. Like, I didn't know how to leave it in the studio there was a long time where I had a, I could have had a hard time disconnecting taboo from Mitch. You know what I'm oh, saying? Man. Like, yeah. is that anything y'all have ever struggled with? They're still working with because, Whole, like, not as much anymore because we're starting to really feel like we're kind of right where we need to be, and things are almost moving on their own now. Yeah, we feel really uh, ran by the fa- like our supporters and fans. They're pushing this whole project now. It's the word of mouth. It's getting people to show up. So um, earlier on, about a year or two ago, I remember even telling him this. I was like, I don't even feel like Harry anymore. I feel like I'm just smoking now. It's yeah. fucking weird. It was like the weirdest mental. I couldn't separate my life. Everything I did was based for smoking. Everything. Yep. Um, it was so weird. I'd never felt that way with anything before in my <laughs> life. I lost, like, track of my own identity at a certain point because I was so engulfed in this. Yeah, man, I've been in that exact spot. I felt like a year, year and a half ago was finally when I figured out how to, like, separate the two and have a social life as Mitch and just be a fucking dude. You know what I'm saying? Totally. Like, someone came up to me the other night at a show. They said, are you taboo? I said, not tonight, dude. Really? <laughs> I said, not tonight, but what's up? I was like, Dope. I was like, yeah, saying, yeah, hey, but yeah, I was just course. like. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. I was like, not tonight. Yeah, that's just, a good, yeah. I'm just out having a good time, so not tonight. Yeah. It was it that. was hard for me in the beginning because I never wanted to tell anyone I was a producer or a DJ because I never because then they're gonna ask let me hear some stuff and I never thought it was good enough you know I like it wasn't until like a year or so ago that I started like telling people I, I, like publicly I do this like this is my job like, it also sucks when you tell people what you do and they just <laughs> don't know who you are <laughs> and they're just like oh great oh what what's your name smoke like oh, you right. make techno music yeah. yeah dude you know man you it's the fucking sense. worst when you're telling talking to people and dude it's like the hardest ass, thing. and you're just like oh I'm a fucking DJ dude. oh dude my like, fucking cousin over Christmas last year she was I'm like I'm not excited for she, she goes she, she goes are you still doing that little DJ thing it's yeah. like the meme she literally said oh like that God. little DJ thing I said bitch yeah <laughs> Yeah, I am. My mom's always like, how do I tell my friends what you do? And I'm like, just say I'm like Avicii or something. <laughs> I'm basically Steve A. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, Asian and everything. That's, a, you know, that's so funny. Yeah. My family, I'm just now over the past six to eight months when we're like at shows or wherever and people ask, what do you do? I finally feel confident in being like, I'm a music producer. I go by blah, blah, blah. Like, there's finally that confidence. Um, Because for so long, just 
I'm embarrassed basically to tell people what we're doing because we we're like you make computer music, yeah, man. Yeah. You know, and it's like especially when it's like you know my parents' friends or something, and you're yeah. just like, oh yeah, yeah. It's because like we're smoking, like because we like weed. You know, like it's just it was the worst. We like drugs, <laughs> yeah, dude. No, we're, we're my co- son we're, likes we're, weed and yeah, we're, we're coquelin. So it's, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's easier now, and like especially with my 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 family totally supports they totally get it i felt it for the first time last christmas when i went there and everyone was like asking me about it and they're like we see you doing your shows like good for you like that's what's up it's they're finally and now it's like it's part of our family like my parents are landing here friday for the deadbeats jamboree on monday they'll be there all day hanging out and uh we make this a part of like our family now like my grandparents came to our last show in arizona um it's so awesome. They support. They show up in all the merch. They love it. Hell yeah. yeah. Is that the show with Blunts on Monday? Yeah, yeah, the January. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. If it wasn't, I was going to be like, can you guess list me? I'm dead. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's Monday. We'll see you there. Yeah, I'll yeah. be at that one. Mike, oh, uh, Mike coming back on the show, dude. <laughs> I'm not prepared for the amount of weed that's going to be smoked in this room whenever my, uh, Blunts comes back on the show. It's going to be ridiculous. Oh, and, and he's smoking fucking like uh, backwards. He's smoking so backwards. That's just going to be so. stinky in here, bro. Yeah, yeah, I know. He do be smoking. I've There's seen no it windows firsthand. down here. There ain't. <laughs> but, but who am I to tell Blunts and Blondes that he cannot smoke on my podcast? That would be wrong of me. Hey, I'm just going to say this. We I still smoke more than you, Mike. So I'm just going to say that publicly. Bro, do you really, do you honestly believe that? I believe that. that. I believe that. Dude, because I've had many, many conversations with him that were very long. Yeah. And the entire time he's smoking a joint or whatever, blunt, whatever. And as he's doing it, he's rolling another one. I literally, (laughs) I had like an hour conversation, watched him face seven blunts. Or no, seven, five. And like, we're sitting there talking. I'm like, how much weed do you smoke? And he Are just, you okay, man? He just goes, a lot. And then he continued his conversation. Like, it was just like, a I'm lot. Dead. And they just kept it going. I was just like, do you are a I will say, I'll give him his flowers, man. He does smoke hella weed. It's impressive. Yeah. I still think I get him. It's a problem. I okay. still think I get him. It's I, a problem. <laughs> we're, run, we're all running from something. That's true, dude. Just I'm just smoking my feelings. I'm away. just running from my sexuality. Yeah. That's about it. <laughs> I'm just oh smoking it away. So. <laughs> yeah, dude. Y'all should start a fucking, uh, like a... Like a hardcore side project, like 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 little Texas style, and just call it Coakland. Hell Coakland. yeah! So we get gifted so much weed. I was like you say Coke because of because of the Smokeland project. <laughs> so we. I was like, you've not been sharing all that free yeah. Coke. I'm just saying we can make the switch and, and start getting free Coke. I'm I'm just saying. <laughs> Should have done that, or like yeah. Moneyland or yeah. some shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure y'all do get a bunch of weed. We do. It's awesome. Yeah, I have fans coming so in the case of PBR. I'm like, I yeah, love it. Do you understand how much I have back there? I'm dead. Yeah. Like, no, you like, keep they, this, bro. You need like, it more uh, than I do. Yeah, they're like, buy me a drink. I'm like, listen, you don't just I drink don't it. I have it. plenty. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, fuck. Where was I about to go with the? I had something to do with the with the marijuana shit. Yeah, shout out everyone that's brought us weed. Thank you so much because we are broke. Oh, dude, <laughs> let me ask y'all this actually. So since y'all like leading into the weed thing with the branding, would you say y'all started smoking more weed? Because like I've always drank beer, right? But the second I'm known as like the PBR no, guy, you always like, have to have one I'm, in hand. Like. I drink all the fucking time. <laughs> I mean, I've I've smoked like basically every day since I was 15. I've always loved it, but. I mean, yeah, I'm not going to lie. Like, the more weed you get, like, I never don't have a lot of weed all the time now. And it's so nice. Yeah, I'd be smoking a lot more now. I mean, now that you don't have to, like, you can, like, get, like, more access to the weed, that makes it 
you know, easy. The only thing stopping you from smoking weed sometimes is that you have no money to buy more weed. Yep. That's true, dude. I went to my dispen- <laughs> first dispensary. How was that? Terrifying. What, <laughs> what'd you get? Weed. Yeah, what kind? Do you know? Uh, are you a, are you an indica kai or, what's the or a one, sativa? What's the one that doesn't make you sleepy? That's sativa. Sativa. You like that? Yeah. Yeah, but 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 only smoke at night. So I wish I would have got an indica. Indica's. I mean, if you're a nighttime smoker, you want to get sleepy. That's the one. Yeah. Indica into couch. Into couch. <laughs> Bro, I'm fucking in my head when I'm be smoking though. <laughs> I'm fucking in the head. I'm dead. <laughs> but goddamn. But uh, yeah, dude, it was fucking terrifying. Like I was just like overwhelmed. You know what I mean? Just thinking about every wrong what do you decision do? Roll, you ever What do you made. do? Do you roll a joint or do you smoke <laughs> out of like a piece? I roll a joint. Yeah. I know how to roll a joint. Sick. They, uh, a lot I, of people don't. Yeah, I know how to roll a joint. It's not the best, but it's smokable. You know? But, uh, but yeah, dude, I bought like an eighth of weed. and I, That was like three weeks ago. I still got I'm it. dead. <laughs> we actually got gifted some super fire weed from Pasquale, the insomnia mm-hmm. guy. Yeah. It's called Rainbow. Shout out, Pasquale. It is so fire. It's that's some of the dope. best weed we've ever smoked. So that's always a nice little tidbit. He's got the fire. Book us for the base pod. I'm trying, yeah. to, I'm trying to get him on the podcast. <laughs> that would be That sick. would be so dope, mm-hmm. dude. Mm-hmm. Legend. I got Real some legend. industry folks lined up that I'm super sick. hyped about. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I got the uh, owners of Cervantes and Sonic Bloom coming on next. Nice. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's going to be cool. Wow. I'm excited about that shit. Talk to these fucking nerds. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're the fucking nerds here. Let me smoke your drugs, bro. Yeah, smoke that up. Oh my goodness. This is an indica, dude. So uh, how was? Uh, I, I just wanted to say congrats on Electric Forest. Thank, Thank you, man. man. Huge deal. That's like Holy every fuck, unreal. It's like every producer's dream, dude. Yeah. Our manager <laughs> and our team, all the boys, all the girls who helped get us on this lineup. Yeah, we are so thankful and they put us on one of the biggest stages. I had never been there before, and neither yeah. is he. Yeah, we had I had no idea what to expect. It's the first set of the day. It's three thirty the on the biggest stage. We've never played a stage really this of this magnitude. We've never re- we never played Electric Forest. We don't know how many people know us. And it's hot as fuck. And you're like, dude, I wouldn't even go to this set right now. <laughs> like, yeah. I wouldn't even go to this set right now. And we're backstage, and it's like five minutes before, and our managers aren't letting us look over the <laughs> stairwell. And I'm like, I can look under the stage, and it just looks like there's a front row of people. I'm like, dude, there's five people here. Fuck. I'm wearing an all-white outfit like I'm fucking I saw Scarface. Your, I saw your fit, dude. I look like, <laughs> I look like Scarface. <laughs> and I'm about to go on stage and play for nine people. Four of them are our, are our managers. And... Our fucking, the intro starts and we walk out there and it is 15,000 people as far as you can see. Yep. And I just. It was unreal. I, it was a fairy tale. It was a literal fairy tale. I didn't realize how many people were out there to like the end almost. Like, so you you like take a second and go, holy shit. Well, you're kind of up there like getting your shit together and you're like, okay, like we, we planned this set out. We wanted to come proper. Yeah, and, something uh, like that. You know, it's you a special, have to. It's a you special have to. thing. You don't want to fuck up going live and being stupid. So, like, we had everything ready to go. And so you're kind of getting your barons and you're just focusing on the CDJs. And then, like, two or three songs in, like, you look up and you're just like, dude, wow. Mm-hmm. And we played. It was an amazing set. Everyone showed out and danced. My The last song, I'm up there sobbing, crying. That's the first time I've ever cried on stage. I love that. You just feel like everything has come to fruition and, like, 
this is the moment you've waited for. I've dreamt about this moment, you know? Well, there's those moments, like those little moments, like as an artist where like you realize like, oh shit, this is actually happening. This is legit a thing right now. Like this is real. People fucking showed up, dude. That's what the whole time I'm like, people fucking cared and showed the fuck up. Like you, I've always just downplayed everything that we do, really. Like, we always make jokes like, oh, no one's going to be here. Like, because that's just what we've been kind of used to. You know, those fucking, those random market shows. You got to go out and there's there's 12 people. And you're like, damn, this is kind of a come back to earth moment for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you just kind of get used to that. And you always expect, <laughs> I like to expect the worst so I don't get let down too hard. And uh, for, you know. For not for once, but it's finally starting to feel like all the hard are, work's paying off. People are showing up, yeah. and people care. And well, it's a beautiful thing because you sit there and look. You're like, wait, this is a dream. This is true. This is real. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Dreams come true. I mean, that yeah. shit's real. If you want anything, doesn't matter what the fuck it is. If you yeah. work hard enough, that shit's very doable. Absolutely. You know, I Absolutely. say very doable, like it's easy. It ain't, but like, but you could do it. Yeah. Yeah. We were fucking just like. Ant's been working for his parents, and I fucking couldn't keep a job and have been in and out of prison for the past couple years. You know what I'm saying? What'd you do, bro? Could sold drugs to a cop. Wait, dude, out of all the people to sell drugs to, that's the one you don't want to sell well, to, right? Idiot. He said that so he, idiot. he said that he was going to a Halloween party. So I believed him. No, I, you know, I, I've been in and out of prison, man. You know, I wasn't supposed to be here, really, you know? Like, we didn't have any ends in the scene. We weren't DJing local shows for five years before we started the project. We literally started the SoundCloud, and I started hitting up promoters being like, hey, listen to our music, man. I'm local. Book us. I did it every fucking day for a year until we got booked, you know. Um, Anyone can do this. Yeah. Anyone. Yeah. And, yeah, this weekend was just proof that you could change your life if you really want to. We've had the biggest, you know, we played the Gorge the weekend before, Electric Forest this weekend, and now we're playing the Dead Beats Jamboree, and Zed's Dead are, you know, they're the reason why we're a duo. We've seen them collectively over probably 35 times together. They're the reason why we really do what we do. And now we're going to share a lineup with them and play our music. It's insane. It's beautiful, man. Yeah. yeah. I love that story. Yeah. I'm fucking hitting them from all angles to get them on the podcast this weekend. Fuck. I'm talking about I'm They're hitting. They're probably hella busy though. Well, I got hit. I got. I got. I got an answer back. Oh my god. It wasn't a yes, but it wasn't a no. Hey, Dude, yo. that would be so <laughs> cool. They're and ma- now for our next surprise guest. <laughs> <laughs> no, their manager was like, uh, like I hit them all from every angle, yeah. like EDM Twitter, yeah. fucking email, DMs. I'm talking about. I'm I'm trying. Yeah. Like I'm not taking no for an answer. I love it. <laughs> and his their manager Harrison. I've actually had him on the show, and they he was like, "You gonna fly a plane?" To uh, to spell it in the clouds form, I'm like, I'm I told him I was. Hey, like, they're seeing it. Yeah, I, I said I will cut my wrist and write it on the walls I'm with my dead. own blood. No retreat, no surrender. Until death do us part. They Amen. See it, man, they they do see it. They keep their you know ears and eyes peeled all the time. So I, they're seeing it. Do it for the culture. Damn, that would be really cool, man. Be awesome. I'm hoping. Yeah. I'm hoping. I am too. For you. I'm, I'm like I said. I'm hitting it from all angles. Hooks in DC, <laughs> please, man. Yeah. You'd mean a lot to us. Don't be a bitch, y'all. <laughs> Please, man, it mean a lot to us. If you don't do it, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna like mean stare him the whole time. Just Stand <laughs> at the jamboree and just, just stare from I'm a dead. distance. Bring a sign. Come on my podcast. Yeah. yeah. C U M. Yeah. <laughs> be great. That'll get him to come. Yeah. 
<laughs> and I'm just trying to get Zed's dad to come. Yeah. 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 I think on, that's man. good. I'm just trying to get Zed's dad to come. <laughs> Aren't we all? No, nah, man, but congrats on Forrest. That's Thanks, a huge man. deal. I, uh, it's something that every artist dreams of. I ain't played it out. You know, that's something I want to do. It's just, it's just, it's a dope fucking, it's, I saw it, I was happy. For it was it. definitely magical, one man. of the coolest festivals I've ever been to. Yeah. Like, it's, it, I've heard it's amazing. The hype is, uh, I didn't really know what to expect. The hype is there. It, it it's very stimulating. Yeah, it it's very fun. The stages are all really done well. The art installations are like things you've never seen in the forest. Like I've never really seen anything like it. Yeah. It was cool. I love that, dude. Fuck. We hope to come back like every year. We want to play that every year. Yeah. Yeah. And then now y'all got the back to back with Mersive uh, on Monday. Shout out Mersive. That's gonna be a huge set. It's, it's a big deal. Amazing. We're going we're, right from yeah. here, we're going to the studio to, to meet work on with it. Immersive and get the set ready that's, and that's it's a big deal to us. Yeah, he. Yeah. I saw a tweet he did yesterday or the day before, just like, sh- sh- like expressing his love for y'all. And we I wouldn't be really here great. without him. It means know? a lot. Him taking a risk on us to he, do that collab EP. I never thought we'd ever work with a producer that big. Yeah, we owe him a lot. He's um, a very special person, and he's. You've met him. What the fuck? You toured with him. You yeah, know, you know how dope he is. Yeah, but I'm not. I, I didn't know about him being dope. Y'all were telling me the like new things. Yeah, <laughs> I was on the bus with him. Yeah, yeah. He, he's just, he's talking about the, Are you talking about the guy that went to sleep every yeah. night while we were partying? No, I'm dead. I'm are you dead. talking about that? Dude, that exact fucking guy. That that's, oh that God. sleepy boy. Um, yeah, man. He's, He's the fucking greatest, and he don't do back-to-backs, and, like, he nah, don't, yeah. we don't work with anyone, really. He's very particular, and, like, we've picked that up from him for our project. Yeah. Like, we've learned a lot of things from him, and uh, the fact that he was down and the fact that he is, like, stoked about it, and it means a whole lot, and, yeah, man, he's really helped. We say this all the time, but he's really helped change our lives over the past year, just working with us and, and being a friend and being a mentor and uh, really – you know, he sh- kind of showed us the that him and along with our management, Mind Warp, and everyone there, they've really showed us the professional ropes and taught us a whole lot. Yeah. Put us on in ways you couldn't imagine. No, he's definitely. I love. I love Andy. I was talking shit. He's the best. I, I, but I, <laughs> yeah, I, he's the best. I always talk shit. It was funny. <laughs> so like the first week of tour, he would party with us, right? Like he'd stay up all night. We'd stay up all night. I saw you guys dance on the couches. Oh, dude, <laughs> we, party boy. Well, I saw that. I was like, Anderson's dancing on the couch right now. <laughs> well, so like I, I got told that our half of the tour was the drinking tour. Y'all's half was just smoking. Y'all were smoking. just blowing down. So totally different vibes. <laughs> but like, so Andy would party with us, and then the rest of the tour, he'd go to bed, and my drunk ass would be like. Oh, we were hanging out. I'm dead. <laughs> He's like, I saw your ass. Everyone bunk. was getting hotels, and you were just staying on the bus. I'm like, I thought we were. I thought we were drinking beer. Like, what? Anderson, what? wake up. I mean, hey. you know, hey. I'm like looking. I'm like, you don't want to hang out with me. I slept in. I slept in your bunk that you slept. It's a in. good bunk, dude. I'm sure it is. I'm sure the wall. I'm sure if I took a black light to those walls, no, dude. What I would I'd do? I'd be so pissed. Dude. I practiced strength on that tour. All right, I learned balance on the balance tour. Oh I would stroke my cock. Oh and, my god! And right before I'd come, I'd say, "That's no. edging. That's called edging." Oh, dude, I, I edged. You were edging. I edged in your bunk every night, dude. Dude, and, and then want- <laughs> and then I. Jerked off in Harry's shower. Um, <laughs> hey, you want to know what, man? I found out. I'm not gonna lie. I found out that that bunk was yours on. I think about the last night of the tour, and I remember laying there and, like, and Anderson was like, "Yo, that that was Mitch's bunk." And I remember laying there going, 
You gotta be fucking kidding me, dude. I did not just sleep in this fucking bunk, dude. I know he's been busting nuts in this bitch. Not a single nut, dude. Ooh, I'm proud of you, bro. I did wake up one night. Fully torqued or what? About to come. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. Yeah, dude, I might have had a wet dream or two on that. Tour. Really? Yeah. That was the closest I've had to a wet dream in a long time. Um, nice. Because well, I'm around dudes the all bumps time. on yeah. the fucking bus. No, no that ain't it. It's because I'm around a bunch of dudes all, That's all tour. I couldn't go hang out with nobody yeah. or, you know, just on a bus. So everyone's just horny, dude. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, so I took a long shower after that tour. <laughs> I get your subject. I admit, just cum flakes on you. Oh my god! No, dude, you had you had you had my strength flakes on you because I didn't come. Just the edge bunk. <laughs> well, it's good for your skin. <laughs> the edge bunk, dude. Yeah, no, that was the muzzle load in, bro. How'd you like the balance tour? It you was good. Fun? It was great. Fuck yeah, yeah I had a great. That's time. I thought that shit was life changing. Yeah, Martin's man. a fucking OG. Martin's the man, dude. Martin, Wakan, everyone, like, yeah, that was just a great time, like. They put they, they didn't have to put us on that bus and they did yeah. so we're thankful. Yeah, I know if I had a bus, I'd be like, all right, let's not do the duo. Let's yeah, do the yeah. So let's not do the idiots. <laughs> That's fine because they booked me, right? That's true. But That's uh, true. dude, no, it was fun as shit, man. Like it was cool. Just like my favorite parts of the tour was just hanging out with the crew. Yeah. Yeah, it was the best. You know, like JD West, like those those guys. Dude, I love the those crew guys. became Colin. best friends. Man. I love yeah, those guys. Yeah, yeah, those guys became my fucking Antic boys. Studios, those are, they're the best. Yeah, me and Cannibalist became really close. Me and Vale were already super cool. Me mm -hmm. and Andy became cool. Like, I feel like there was so this weird thing between us before the tour because like I talk a lot of shit, but I don't mean anything. I just I'm a comedian. He didn't know yeah. me as a person. Yeah. So like once we got to know each other, he's like, oh, this guy's just an idiot. Yeah. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like so that was really cool, man. Just being able to get close with everybody. You know what I mean? And totally. I was I was with my manager every day, Lopers. So that, yeah, that was cool, cool, you know. Oh, that's nice. I didn't realize Loper was your manager. Oh yeah, dude, we yeah. even butted head one, butted heads once. It was fucking Loper awesome. Don't fuck around, bro. And I don't <laughs> either, bro. I fucking I, like we were at each other, bro. And I was nice. just like, it made us closer. You like to see the passion. Yeah. I loved it, dude. Yeah. After, after the like fight, I was it. like, dude, we're we're closer me than we my, ever were. Me and my manager, like, I love him to death. He's my brother for life. We fucking go at it sometimes. Because we're both just so passionate and we both care. And, like, I wouldn't have it any other way. If he d wouldn't get that mad, I'd be concerned. Um, yeah, that's how it, sh like, should be sometimes. Like, not everything's going to be perfect. Not everyone's going to agree. And you're, like, you know, you're dealing with someone's art. Yeah, and they're going to be voice fucking pushy. Changing and, the idea of your uh -huh. brand and your product. Mm -hmm. So that's always good. I, I always like the, you know, the dynamic between... People like, especially management and stuff, where like you can kind of get chippy at each other because everyone just fucking cares a whole lot. Yeah, and then and I think that's important. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you don't want it to be smooth sailing the whole time. No, Best friends. you have ideas and they have ideas, and sometimes you think your idea is better than their idea. Right, and 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 they're like, I'm the manager, I know best, and they're exactly. like, and most of the time they do, but then other times you're like, ha ha, ninety percent of the time they do know best. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and and we're we're much better now where we're kind of like. Okay, dude, like, if they say it, then, like, let's just, like, go with what they say because they ain't been wrong yet. Everything that they've said. It's nice having just, someone you trust, it's, it's though. It's compromise, yes. you know? It's another relationship. But it's also trust. Like, you're trusting totally. somebody. And it's nice to have somebody that's like, all right, let me take what you do and put it on steroids. Let me take what you do and put it somewhere and, like, yeah. you know, help help you guys and turn it into a career. Like, it's nice having a trust with someone because at the end of the day, you're trusting them with your career. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a, a big deal. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. Um, yeah, we love them. They, trust them completely. We're this. We there will be more arguments to come. <laughs> yeah, 
And I will win them. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say 90% of the time they know, but then the other 10%, like, I fucking, like, we know, dude. So they should listen to us. And uh, sometimes, like, I think they're getting better about letting us do our thing because it's working. Yeah. And so sometimes I'll be like, hey, man, like, don't do that. Don't say that. Don't do that. And now it's kind of they're pulling back a little bit, and they're kind of just, like, letting us be. Oh, dude, I'm sure my manager looks at my Twitter and just like, <laughs> Oh, dude, you'd be a fucking ask, nightmare, bro. dude. <laughs> That's what every manager says. Oh, like, I don't know about that tattoo. You'd be a fucking nightmare, dude. This guy's a walking. Yeah. Every day, he's yeah. like, he, does, right. he probably just doesn't even have the Twitter. Just, How the fuck just gonna are you? Like, I would just have a new apology written every day, like, just to be ready. <laughs> no, nah, bro, I ain't scared. I ain't apologizing I for know. shit, dude. Hey, I tell people all the time, you're like, you don't give a fuck, dude, and it's admirable. Yeah. It's literally admirable. I'm like, it's not an easy Mitch, thing to do. Mitch don't give a fuck, dude. And like, you could say what the fuck ever. Like, I love going through Twitter, and it's like a serious <laughs> something, or like someone's <laughs> having a problem or something. And then like, you just comment the complete opposite <laughs> fucking thoughts. You comment on fucking Michael's like, I would probably say no, but congrats, <laughs> <laughs> he got it's married. Just, <laughs> it's the literal best, bro. Just seeing the, the one taboo comment that is just fucked up. It's yeah, that's why I've been off Twitter like kind of hard the last couple days just because I'm like, I want to make jokes right yeah, now. I probably good. shouldn't. No, yeah, you're, you're, uh, you, you kill it, man. Yeah, it's admirable. Like, you got it down. Well, tell your manager to quit dodging me, bro. Tank hit me up. He's like, I'm going to come on the podcast. I'm like, yes, dude. Bro, <laughs> he was supposed to drive us here today and yeah. then canceled about 10 oh, minutes no. before. Oh, dude, so. yeah. uh-huh. Shout out Tank. Yeah, yeah, Tank, if you're listening to this right now, come on, motherfucker. Yeah, what up, dog? What's up, dude? Fuck. Love him to death, though. It's yeah, a good guy, dude. I like Biggest him. gangster in the game. For yeah, real. he's a cool dude. Yeah. He's a cool dude. dude I will say, the, uh, I'm actually holding up a lot better on this podcast than I did. I did a podcast with uh, Buku and G Rex. We're holding on to it for a minute, and uh, I got high with with Jake. And I like, I I, I regretted doing that because like like <laughs> Buku would be saying something, I'd just be looking at him like on another plan. I'm like, oh shit, I should be listening. I'm right? dead. <laughs> like, oh yeah, that good point. Good Wait, point. what'd you say? Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, dude, I agree. He's like, what? I was saying the worst thing to agree about. I'm uh, like, yeah, dude. Yeah, no, I, agree. I totally agree. Yeah, Hitler was right. You're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm fucking around. <laughs> I'm fucking around. But yeah, dude, so like that. I'm actually, this, that weed's good, dude. It's nice. Maybe yeah. my tolerance is a little better. But oh, we're, yeah. We're, we're, yeah okay. We spoke last night and this my, morning. So. My boy getting stoned. <laughs> hey, bro, yeah, I told my mom. So I was talking to my mom the other day, and she was like, what you doing today? I was like, going to go play some basketball, watch the hockey game. She's like, son, what are you becoming? And I was like, and I smoked weed last night, mother. She's like, oh, no. You're turning into a full-on, like, jock, dude. Dude, yeah, yeah. I mean. just watching, playing sports. Yeah, I'm getting, smoking weed. I just got to start getting showers. Are you going to the Avalanche uh, Championship Parade? Yeah, but it's at fucking, like, 9 a.m. tomorrow. Yeah, oh, we're really? going to get fucked up real early in but the But I'm morning. like, dude, do, do these people not that? party? Yeah. You do? I love going to parades. Okay, Dude, they're, they're like wild. I'm spoiled with parades, so like this parade's gonna be very subpar to like New Orleans, what oh, I'm used to. Actually, oh, that's yeah. true. That yeah. makes sense. I oh, know it's a championship though. New Orleans hasn't had a championship Super Bowl one in, in 2009. Yeah, I was like, it doesn't matter. I we, mean, it just they depends if they let you like drink on the street. Because like when I went to like the ones in Oakland and stuff, like it was just you could do whatever the hell you want out there. Got you, nah, dude, fucking. New Orleans will have parades for losing a season. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, it will be the biggest parade. We had an anti-Super Bowl party in 2018 whenever the Saints got fucked out of the Super Bowl. Really? Mm -hmm. We had a no no, uh, 
no, like it was a Super Bowl band party. The no whole, one watched the it. entire city. The Super Bowl was on, but it was the 2009 Super Bowl in every bar. Half of y'all mil- watched just the 09 mm-hmm. Super Bowl. Probably about half a million people in the streets parades. John, it was huge. It was a very, very fucking. It was huge. There was, it was those parades were bigger than the cities I'm that won the Super Bowl that year. It's wow. just like. Like, New Orleans is crazy. So, like, I, I didn't go to any pride parades this year because I was just like, man, the pride it's parades in be, New Orleans yeah. is insane because New Orleans is a very gay city already. Yeah. And then, like, the pride, it's just like it's it gets out of hand, which is so much fun. Yeah. So I was like, I don't even want to spoil it. But I'm like, I've never been to a hockey parade. Dude, they just won a championship. This is yeah, gonna be big. It's big deal. Good. This could be big. Yeah, at 9 a.m. They might be partying. Yeah, that's a little early. So I'm weird. Not lie. Dude, there's gonna be so much traffic for people just trying to get to fucking work. Yeah. No. You know what yeah, I'm saying? They don't go yeah. to work. It's the parade. No, maybe. they go to fucking work, dude. <laughs> yeah, I they have go, a feeling. Yeah, I have a feeling, dude. Well, they should just be dubstep DJs and then they can go. Right? Right? Learn the ways. The dark side. <laughs> <laughs> it's been fun though, dude. Jeremy, you have any questions for the fellas before we get into some fan questions? Yeah, so um, being y'all are a duo and you know that that goes into a lot of collaborative work with each other. Um, how did how did y'all get comfortable enough working with another artist to where you could like actually build that duo group where it worked, you know, and mesh together? You mean like like when we collab with another artist? So well, now there's bo- like three actually, people on it. Actually, both of them, you know, because like like y'all said, when you're sharing music with other people, you can get frustrated because they may you know have a critique or idea about something with your work that you know, they think you should change. And then, like y'all said, it's, like, very personal at that point. How do you how do you calm yourself down to the point where, like, all right, I'll listen to you, I'll take your idea. And then also stemming of working with other artists, how do you get to the point of trusting somebody to involve them in your work like that? I, I guess with, like, working together, uh, taking, like, critiques and stuff, like, it's, like, I trust Harry's ear more than anyone right you know so like i may not agree with it or it might make me mad because like i've been working on it for so long right but like i know he only wants the best for us so uh, i might be a little salty that night but the next morning when i re-listen i go no i think he, he was right like you know it's like a relationship you don't go to bed mad at each other <laughs> yeah <laughs> basically i feel that um also um when you when y'all were first starting it you've been producing for 10 years so um how did you get to the point where you were, like, satisfied with the work and agreed, like, all right, now it's time to start putting stuff out? And, like, when you did start putting self, stuff out, were you sending it to labels first or managers, X, Y, Z, or were you just, you know, self-releasing and kind of promoting it that way? So that's a great question from Jeremy. Jeremy's been talking to me a lot about that stuff because Jeremy's been making music for a while now, yeah. and he's finally getting ready to release. But yeah, he's, just, he's yeah. just at that point where it's just like, am I ready? Like, what do I do? So right, because it's like y'all said earlier, like, I'm at the point where every song I make is significantly better than the last oh, yeah. song. So it's like, all right, this one's tight, but then a week later I can make something else, and I'm like, well, damn, now this one's shitting on that song. So, like, mm-hmm. what's, I don't know, I'm trying to figure out the steps and process of being like, all right, yeah, each song's better, but I'm always going to be learning, always going to be improving. So totally. So when's the point of, like, all of it's equally equally good enough to put out there? That's a good question. Yeah. I think Harry was, you know, he was the one who really was the, the pusher, you know, I never thought it was ready. He's like, no, it's ready. Let's put it out. You know, I, uh, you know, always said we should go, you know, third party for mastering because it's always nice to have like another ear. And then eventually we did like mixing and mastering to get that professional sound. And, uh, and then Harry was like the networker. He would sell the song, you know, he could do it like no other person. He would reach out to any artist that he thought was sick, 
then it would build collabs for us. He never hit me up. But <laughs> you never responded. You never responded. <laughs> did I not? Nah, I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if I did or not. I don't think you did, bro. <laughs> no, no. But, like, that, that, that's a good question. I don't know if anyone's ever satisfied with their work ever. It's always going to be a constant struggle of, is this good enough to put out? Is there more work that could be put in? But, like, we've reached this point where... The song sounded complete. We didn't want to overthink it. We liked it. We could listen to it over and over again, and it felt like it was hitting for us. And we just put it out. I think it took us, um, we started the project in October. I think we put out our first like EP like the same month. It was a four-song EP. The month we started our project, because we were just like, Let's go. We need we need content. We need songs. And to a song that you might not think is done, I've learned this over the past couple of years. A song that you might not think is done could be the best fucking song in the world to someone else. Yeah. Our least favorite song. Not our least favorite song, but like our most like simple, just the like songs never thought were gonna be popular. That, that you are that biggest songs. That you didn't really think anything is our most played song on all platforms. And I'm yeah. just like, what the fuck are you people thinking? Yeah. Was, Idiots. Yeah. I'm just like, this isn't even that good. What are you guys doing? And it's our fa- it's their favorite song everywhere we go. You can always add something more, but you know, you keep working on it and you might end up like ruining the song because you're right. putting too It'll much. It'll drive into you crazy. It. The song is never time. finished. You're just done working on, on it. You know, have like a checklist of like important things that need to be done, like, you know, mixing and song structure and like kind of things that help make the song move. But let it go and move on. If you love me, let me go. <laughs> Just start it. Yeah. Because a year from now, you'll be thankful you released that song a year ago. Yeah. And then people get to watch your growth as you go. Right. And see, that's kind of where it's at. Because like, since I've been doing the podcast, people are starting to somewhat find out about me. Yeah. They're all trying to find where can they... Where's your tunes, dude? Yeah, yeah everybody, every every week, there's people in the YouTube comments or in my DMs like, where can I find Jeremy? Like, well, yeah. like everyone, you know, everyone's been asking about you, dude. And that's kind of where this is all stemmed from because, like, I've, I finally hit up Mitch, like, last week and was like, all right, I want to release music just so just so they can have something to find. Totally. Uh, and, you know, a big issue right now is having that portfolio of work to continue on because, um, you know, it's cool to release one song and have music out there, but then it's like, all right, I don't have stuff to keep putting out. So, yeah. It's kind of that's the crossroads I'm at right now with it all. So I'm just trying to figure figure out the roads to it all and figure out the best path to go about doing it. Yeah, yeah, dude. Because that shit could be stressful. Oh, right? it's you, stressful. You put out fun. a song, you're like, oh no, that's all I have. Stressful. <laughs> as fuck, I can still remember when I got my first hundred plays on a song, and I thought that was the sickest shit. And I'm pretty sure the last five was me just refreshing the page on like a <laughs> private browser. A hundred plays. Let's just start go. releasing them, man. <laughs> get get your shit professionally yeah. mastered. Because the songs we released four years ago, I mean, half of them were taken down. You right. Know? See, I you, put a you song move on. Right Got to grow. I think it was right when I moved out here. It was in January. I put a song out, and I, which I've taken it down since now. But I remember it hit 3,000 plays, and I was just like, shit in my pants. I was like, there's no way this happened. Dude, yeah. it's the best feeling right. in the world, man. Right, super tight. Don't so. overthink it. Don't overthink it. That's that's the issue. I'm a fucking... I, stay I get in, it. I stay and, in my head about it. I get it. And so. you want to make the, you know... You don't want to have your first couple songs be misses, and then you're like, then everyone just loses interest in the project off the rip because they just right. don't like it from the get go. That's so, what Mitch has always like preached is like first impressions are everything. So like, you know, there's no that's rush true, to, man. There's no rush to do it, but it's I don't know. I'm at the stage where it's like, all right, I'm tired of doing what I'm doing in day to day life. Yeah, I'm gonna make this 
Facts. Start, yeah. Start Facts. Rolling, so. Make that move, baby. You'll know when it's right, man. Like, yeah, yeah you'll just know when it's right. And that that song that hits when you're like, yep, this is what I want. People, you're always going to be getting better. So that's something you can't worry about being right. like, oh, my next song is going to be better. Because, yeah, it's going to be. Everyone's projects always always go forward all the time. So that's not something to be worrying about. Right. And I, I also think it's a cool concept to be like, you know, yeah, this song may suck. Or it may not suck, but it may not be as be- good as it's going to be. But having that out there and starting to slowly build a following, people get to stay with you along the journey and see all your progress. 100%. You know, it builds a better yeah. fan base. 100%. Definitely. That's good yeah. shit. Yeah, that's crazy. I, so, like, I, I just use a mastering engineer for the first time mm-hmm. like for my album that's coming out later this year. Like, I, I've never always mastered my own shit. Yeah. And I was like, it was Martin who talked me into it. I wasn't even going to do it. And he was yeah. just like, dude, what Colin's paying for it? Let's see what happens. Yeah. Like, okay, word. I did it, and I was just so glad I did it. I was like, "Oh my god, these sound so much better!" Like yeah. I didn't, I didn't know. Like yeah. I didn't it's know. another ear, you know, and a trained ear and a professional. That's one thing we've always preached: is we will never pretend to be anyone that we aren't. And like, we there are better mixers and masters out there who do this as their fucking living, who know this shit like the back of their hand. Why not let the the dudes who know what the fuck they're doing bring the best quality out in your music? It doesn't. And then take we a, just get to focus on the creative. It side. doesn't take away. And, from, yeah, know, exactly. and it helps songs move along faster because you're not worrying about this fucking hi hat that needs to go up one dB or down dB for fucking a week. Yeah, I, my voice just cracked. My, <laughs> I was just so poor in the beginning, dude. Well, dude yeah. Don't get me wrong. We're spending like our last $300 sometimes to get some work done. Yeah, know? yeah. It, I was just so poor. I was like, I got to learn how to do it. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So I'm glad I learned, but I'm also like, yeah, I'm going to use a mastering engineer yeah. now. That's, that's, what, that's what we tell everyone. Anyone who asks us questions about what do you do post-production, we send off every well, We can time. get like good enough for like to play a whip at a show or something. Mm-hmm. But for the releases, like I want it really nice and tight. Like. Yeah. <laughs> you knew that was coming <laughs> But hell yeah That's some good Good questions Jeremy Really good questions yeah. Per usual Every time he asks questions I'm like Fuck. Intelligent guy over there I'm like I need to be better At my job dude Somebody in the YouTube comments Was dogging me Like why doesn't Jeremy <laughs> no, no, Run no, this shit No 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 <laughs> It was bullshit They were like They were like Jeremy Ask the best questions Taboo And you need to ask Better questions I was like I'm dead <laughs> Just grilling you In your own shit I was like Fuck you dude <laughs> You fucking suck I'll ask, I'll ask the entertaining ones. We'll leave the good ones to Jeremy. Host. He's a good host. <laughs> but it, that shit hurt me, dude. That shit hurt me. Like, am I not doing it? It's good for you. Yeah. That's how they're doing I'm it. I'm not good, good enough. Somewhat, this needs to be talks with Mitch, Jeremiah. good enough for me, buddy. Oh, thank you, buddy. I appreciate that. But yeah, we got some fan questions from y'all. I want to get to Hell them. yeah. I want to take an ear off so we can hear the speakers. I'm going to learn how to send it to us at some point, but I, <laughs> I have not looked into it. Oh, Jeremy knows. He's just not telling you. Uh, Jeremy, <laughs> I, you know what? <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Foster from York City. Oh, Foster. And uh, I just want to ask you, fellas, Snowflake Brothers, and you, Taboo. What do you guys do when your balls get hot up while you're DJing? Like, you can't really see it, but you, you, you adjusting, you're fucking moving around. Got to pick that wedgie, you can do it, right? Let, let us know when you got to get comfy up behind them decks. Love all y'all. 
Yeah, Yo, it's Smoke some brothers at Big Dude. And- <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> yes, sir. We do. Dude, fucking y'all's callers this week were yeah. so dumb. How did we figure that was going to be a question? <laughs> that's the first well, one. Well, first off, I know you see Mitch getting naked. That's, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> the fuck? I just take my clothes off and it helps. He literally gets into his fucking underwear on stage. I've seen it multiple times. Oh, dude. It's basically expected at this point. <laughs> the other week in LA, I took my clothes off. I saw it's that. Gr- this girl at the front goes, put your clothes back on. Um, <laughs> and, you know, it gets better. So I look at her because oh, she didn't think I'd hear her. I hear her, and she sees that I connect eyes. She looks away really quick to try to see that, try to make sure. She didn't, she was oh, she was scared. Gosh, so and then funny. she looked back put at me. Put your clothes back on. <laughs> she, she looked back Gross. at me, and I said, I said, <laughs> no. Uh, on the mic? I said, no, I looked at her, and I just said, no. Did you When you get naked on stage, how long does it take for you to get reclothed? Uh, pretty much on whenever I feel comfortable. I mean, when the set's you, over. Yeah. yeah, you do it after the set. Yeah, yeah I get clothed. Yeah. Dude, yeah, even the security came up to me. And he, <laughs> he was like, he goes, are those your clothes? I said, yeah. And he goes, can you put those back on? I said, no. <laughs> if I saw a taboo set and you didn't get naked, I would feel shorter yeah. at this point. <laughs> So what was he gonna do? Kick me off stage, bro? Created this. No, yeah. So what do you do, bro? You already know what I do. Well, we be. I pick my ass, bro. The you fucking said, wedgie. You guys pick your butts. Yeah, yeah, I'd be doing it all the time. I mean, I mean, you got the fucking DJ table in front of you. You can do pretty much anything. I don't really. My balls don't get hot because I'd be wearing short shorts. So That's true. Like, you do the airflow. I do be coming yeah. like prepared. You and Maz with the short shorts. It's rare. Yeah, exactly. It's rare that you see me on stage in pants. It's. I don't think getting hot is the hardest part. I think having to like pee is the hardest part, and there's still like 30 minutes left in the set. Oh, dude. (laughs) Yeah. Dude, yeah. Have you ever like, has it ever been too much? And you're like, oh, fuck this shit. We did an hour and a half set once in fucking Detroit. I I like, it depends how serious of a set it is. Like, how big of a show? Yeah, like electric forest. You're not gonna, <laughs> you're not gonna, gonna just go take a just piss yourself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just piss yourself. You know, one time we did an hour and a half, like in Detroit, and the only bathroom was in the back of the club, down in the basement, and I was just like, I don't think I'm gonna make it. I'm just pacing back and forth. I'm not having a good time on stage anymore. So, yeah, yeah. I'm a good sh- question. <laughs> Thanks, Foster, for yeah. that intelligent <laughs> thought. Thanks for taking time out of your day. <laughs> So we could listen to that question. Dude, I totally am going to shit myself on stage one Foster time, owes us 40 seconds of our life for that one. We'll just take $20. This Thanks, time. brother. $20. Thanks for the question. $20 for 40 seconds? That's a good That's a good rate you got going yeah. on, dude. Let's get to another one, Jeremy. What up, Taboo? What up, Smokeland? This is Jacob from Atlanta, Georgia. What up, Jacob? I hope you all are doing incredibly. I am big fans of all of your music. But I got a good one for you guys. It's an easy one. Fuck, marry, or kill. Oh, my God. And the three people are Jansen, <laughs> DJ Diesel, or Excision. Mm. I'm fucking Jansen it. off the rip. I'm fucking... Uh, oh, I'm fucking Jansen. I'm killing so Excision, I'm marrying Diesel, and I'm fucking Jansen. Damn, that's a hard one. That's exactly I, what I'm doing, I'm too, loving though, them yeah. all. I love them all, but, dude, like... Shaq got that money. I feel like you take that care money. of you, dude. I'm trying to get yeah. married into yeah. that. And, like, who's sexier, Jansen or Excision? Jansen's hot, bro. Oh, I want to fuck him just because he's so manly, right? Oh, he's manly, bro. You know what I mean? I want to fuck him just so, like, anytime he sees me and looks me I'm in my eyes, he knew what happened. He knew well, he's a like, UFC guy, you know? He'll I know. Put He'll you wrestle in a position. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I'll, I'll fucking get him in that doggy I mean, style. I mean, <laughs> but both him and Excision are, you know, they got that DILF energy, you know? They got that older dad energy. Yeah. Uh, Jansen's just got the tattoos. I think it's sexy. So I'm going to fuck Jansen, marry Shaq, and. 
I'm sorry, Excision. I'll kill you quickly. <laughs> with no with no regret. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Fucking, I'm trying to get Diesel on the show. Oh, wow. that'd be awesome. Bro, you know dude. how cool my family would think so I'd be, dude? <laughs> you can finally go back for the holidays. Bro, you know, <laughs> you have any idea how cool man, I'd be to them? <laughs> that would be so cool, man. I think, I think what Diesel is, like, doing with the... EDM community is cool. Well, well, here's what I think about it, dude. Like, I think he would do it for the culture, right? Totally. Like, if he wanted to go on Joe Rogan, he probably could tomorrow or something. Like, Easily. Yeah. But I feel like he would come on the show for the culture. I think he would. Yeah. He's about it. I mean, have you, cool. like, messaged their managers or anything? Nope. You should. No, yeah. but he's coming He's coming to Denver uh, in July or August. I was, actually, it might be September. And I'm you like, should give it a go shit. because I bet you they'd like that for his project for the electronic community. Like... I think you should give it a go. Oh, I'm trying, dude. I'm shooting my shots, dude. Yeah. I've I've literally have become the collab bro again. Shaq's head would be like at the ceiling. I know, I know. It'd be awesome, dude. He would just fucking just come up here, dude. But like I feel like um I feel like the collab bro guy, you know, the guy that would just show up in your DMs like collab bro. Yeah. I feel like that guy again because I'm like yeah. podcast dude. Pod- podcast? You're the podcast yeah, bro. Every, yeah. If you think there's a lot of DJs, there's a lot of podcasters. Not in the DJ world though. That's dude. true. Not in the that DJ world, but it's fucking dude, sometimes I'm, That's I, I, like true. I said, I feel like the Collabro guy, because it's like a lot of people I've never talked to. I'm like, hey, dude, you want to come on right. my show? <laughs> Closed mouths don't get fed. Straight up, that's true, and they don't get fucked, man. True. And I'm trying to get my mouth <laughs> fucked. Okay, so uh, <laughs> Jeremy, let's keep it going. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> so fucking stupid. Hey, my name is Lee. I'm a big taboo fan. I'm a big smoking beef. Hey, fan. Lee, and I have a question for the boys. Um, recently, they put out a new um, playlist, a new uh, mix called uh, Speaker Box Thuggin' Number 5. At the beginning of the mix, they have a quote from Ray Liotta in Goodfellas that says, Ever since I was born, I knew I wanted to be a gangster. And then, as soon as they released that, a couple of days later, he passes away. I was curious as to how they felt about that, of being able to see that ahead of time and they call that out as themselves thanks bye wow yeah, wow, yeah. thanks Lee thanks, for bringing Lee. us down yeah how does it feel <laughs> to thanks kill Lee a guy <laughs> thanks Lee for uh, you basically making everyone her. sad he's like wait my music is the EDM now uh, yeah. I'm dead yeah. it's, it's the Madden curse um, of man <laughs> I remember yeah like we even talked about that when you know we found out that he did pass away it was just like unfortunate circumstances it was also kind of like oh no I love that movie yeah I love Goodfellas. I love Ray Liotta. All those type of Italian movies are like some of my favorites ever. I mean, I think I more think it's special now that that happened right before he passed than a than a bad thing. Yeah, yeah, like an honor. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Well, let's hope y'all don't. It's just like there's no there's <laughs> no uh, coincidences or there's no everything always happens for a reason. You think so? I was taught that at what an early this? age that there's no <laughs> that yeah there's never any there's no like everything always happens for a reason so like that quote and that you know Ray choosing him like it was just kind of like how it was supposed to be I guess yeah, yeah I get that I I, I kind of want to talk about what you just said though like you know everything happens for a reason right mm-hmm. so like I call that like God's plan you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying like is that like a religious thing for me or like what is that like I'm actually not very religious. I just believe that, like, everything does happen for a reason. There are no mistakes or accidents. Like, everything that can affect your life in a small way or a large way happens 
to you at the right time for the right reason. If it's not a religious thing, what do you think that is then? I don't know, man. I think maybe like my whole perspective on like when I went to prison and like got out and I tell people all the time, like I would never take that time back there. Yeah. I had to go there. Made you the man I you had are. to go do that. And that it didn't happen for, I was in there like bitching, feeling sorry for myself. Like I didn't do shit, bro. Like why the fuck am I in here? Like when you sell drugs to a cop, I was, I selling, drugs, I was selling drugs <laughs> to a cop. They, they found a gun in my car that, you know, it was a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, nothing happens for like, nothing's a mistake. And I think ever since I had to go through that and now that I'm out, like I believe that whole heartedly. Right. Well, dude, that hardship makes you who you are, Fuck right? Fuck yeah, it does. Like, it, you know, like, you don't you don't become somebody without, you know, without dealing with some shit, right? Yep. Going through some stuff, you know what I mean? Like, totally. You know, I know a guy from back home who was a shithead when we were kids, and he went to prison, and he got out, and he's just a fucking man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like... It takes going to the lowest of the low, and like, really, like, you're in there, you're like, fuck, I'm by myself, dog. I'm fending for myself in here in the fucking lowest of the low. Like nothing after that is hard. Yeah. It's like a drug addict. Like you want you, you got to hit rock bottom. Like totally. people who are like drug addicts who are like just functioning. Like they got to hit rock bottom. Yeah. That's what they always say. I had to go there. I had to go there in order to get to where I am today. Cause now nothing's hard. It's like, dog, I've, I've been to prison. Like I say that all the time. Like whenever there's like some sort of issue or some hardship or whatever, I'm like this ain't shit, bro. Like, this is just another day. Like, fuck it. Yeah. Yeah, I believe that wholeheartedly. I no, love that, dude. No accidents. Yeah, I love that, dude. Fucking, that hardship, bro, that fucking, that struggle, that grind, like, you know what I mean? Like, some of the greatest stories from the biggest people had, like, something going yep. on, you know what I mean? And, and you know, so if you're listening out there, just go get arrested. Dead <laughs> ass, dude. Hey, find your nearest cop. Commit crimes. <laughs> yeah, commit crimes until you get caught. Yeah. yeah. It's fun until you do. Yeah. And then go learn your lesson yeah, and go get out and become a DJ. Become a criminal. You could be breaking even right now. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, that's great, man. That's great. I guess another one. <laughs> hey, uh, this is not Preston, and I have a question for the Preston boys. Um, who is Smoke? And then who is land? And then which one of y'all is going to beat me off at Project Z this weekend? Oh, my God. I mean, <laughs> already, this is not Preston. Well, like, <laughs> I just oh, want to reiterate. Not, this is not Preston. This is not Preston. Oh, so, 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 <laughs> okay, not Preston. Usually, usually a question that terrible I wouldn't use because that's a <laughs> shitty question. Sup, doctor? What the fuck, dude? This is not Preston. But since it's Preston, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I would, I'll use it because I'm a nice guy. I'll beat the I'm shit out of I'm a good guy. <laughs> oh, my God. I call dibs. <laughs> oh, dude, I want seconds. I want the sloppy one. I call dibs. I call dibs. So I'll be beating his dick, and uh, he knows that answer. I'm smoke. He's land. Yeah. Do you That's... smoke as much as Harry? No. Nah, I mean, I, I used to smoke Oh, my God. This guy used to smoke like, hella weed, dude. Yeah. This was like. But then, like, when I got more serious into producing, I couldn't. It was, like, why I fucked up in school so much is because when I would smoke weed all the time, I didn't want to do anything. Yeah. And that's the same with producing. I mean, it, it's it's not school, but it, it's, like, hard work, and you have to focus on it. And when I was smoking, I was not getting anything done. And then so when I would stop smoking when I before I would produce, and then I'd produce for five, six hours, I 
saw immediately better results yeah. in my work. And then after I could smoke and listen to it and then critique, but I can't get shit done when I smoke. I want to do nothing at all. Dude, I literally did the same exact thing, right? So, like, I could get high and play the drums. No problem. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. As soon as I started producing, I gave up weed. And then so I didn't smoke for, like, six years. And you know what I mean? And now I'm, like... Getting back into it, but I will not smoke before a session. I don't know. Sodan was like, smoke up, try like, getting a little high. Even Mike, yeah. uh, space was in my roommate. He was just yeah. like, maybe get a little high. Yeah. <laughs> get a little high. I know Mike be smoking that weed. But you know, it's a lot of Bro, it's a lot dude, of tedious work. He be smoking too. that weed. He be smoking dab, son. Yeah. I'm like, hey, we got like, like we were gonna go get a lawnmower, and he's like, all right, let me go hit a dab real quick. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure lowing the mon. The, that motherfucker doesn't blow the mon. Lawn mon. Blowing the mon. And I said the same thing, dude. <laughs> that, mother, <laughs> that motherfucker don't blow the mon. It was like a French dish. I'm dead. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> load of mon. Nah, no, yeah. that motherfucker don't blow no damn lawn, dude. Good luck getting that man outside. <laughs> I'm the same way. Love him to death. Great dude. question. Uh, not Preston. <laughs> not Preston. <laughs> not subdoctor. That guy's a real doctor, you know? Yeah, and he's a real asshole, too. Oh, I know. <laughs> We're playing right before him at Project Z this weekend. So everyone come to our set, and then you can leave right after. <laughs> That's great, dude. Yeah, I, so uh, the other week, I uh, I played right before it, Phase 1 in L.A., and uh, I had saw him the night before and uh, here in Denver, and I was just like, y'all ready for Phase 1? Like, like, y'all ready to get heavy? Woo. I'm like, well, I'll listen. I saw a set last night. Set, not heavy. Stage presence, terrible. Dick, small. <laughs> <laughs> you said that on stage. Uh, oh, dude, that's not even the worst thing I said you that night. You cock shamed him? I cock shamed him. <laughs> Lit. And then it got, like, real quiet. What a power move. Yeah, it got real quiet. I'm like, anyway, I'm excision. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yeah. We should start shaming the cocks of people that go after us. <laughs> oh, dude, fucking. Pre not Preston. S-Fam does it the best. <laughs> So like, we have like a lot of collabs, right? Yeah, they have. They'll go and find vi pictures of me from whenever I was like in elementary school. You know, like just getting. And I'm like the most cringe shit. Dude. I've seen these. Those actually. are my. Those are their visuals. Those are their visuals, dude. Right? They find his like ugliest <laughs> pictures. <laughs> yeah, and put them on the fucked up, bro. I was an awkward <laughs> child. But I was just, you know, I was just trying to fit in when I was younger, I think. But yeah, dude, so they just fucking, we use those visuals and like, I can talk, I can make all the jokes in the world, but that's hilarious. Flashing, yeah. yeah, that's hilarious. You went on that that's, front. Yeah. I should do that. Find embarrassing pictures yeah. of each other, dude. We should just start beef with people and just start, <laughs> Yeah, we can start some. I wish there was talk more. shaming and photo shaming. Yeah. I think, it, it, I think it'd be healthy for the scene, bro. A little eat like beefs and stuff. Yeah, instead of people are too talk, nice. Instead of people just talking shit behind. Oh their backs, yeah, just Twitter beef. Like. Well, that's, that's what everyone does. Everyone just talks shit behind everyone's back, basically. Oh, bro, I ain't scared of none of these motherfuckers. I would like to just do it in public. That's why I want to put together <laughs> EDM fight night. Yeah, dude. Oh, that'd be so fucking amazing. That'd be so good. But like, dude, like hip hop, like they fuck you, they fuck your girl. They uh, shoot your mama's house up, and they write an album about it, right? Yeah. And then like EDM, they're like they're like on Twitter. Oh, he doesn't like that I'm vegan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's sick. Fuck my girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Like, yeah, it's uh. <laughs> it's, <laughs> That was good, Anthony. That, that was funny as shit, bro. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, that's good. Let's get to the <laughs> Hello, Taboo and 
smoke land. This is Ryan from Dallas, Texas. Hi, Ryan. I have Talk a very important question. You guys know when you're like playing video games when you're younger and you had to like share the controller like with your older brother or like whoever, and like they'd hand it to you and that shit would be like sweaty as fuck. Does that ever happen with the DJ decks? Like, is anyone is it you before you ever just like going off and you just come up there and it's drenched? Anyway, fuck Dallas, but also come back to Dallas, but also fuck Dallas. Bye. We've had some sweaty CDJs before. Yeah, I don't Not think it's lie. anything that crazy, but... Uh, oh, dude, I know some crazy ones, bro. You've seen some sweaty ones, yeah. I've sweat on some CDJs as well. Dude, DMVU. He'd be sweaty <laughs> up there? guy going after. Bro. That <laughs> He'd be sweating. <laughs> the fucking CDJs are wetter than my sister, dude. That motherfucker. <laughs> Holy shit. And that's wet, brother. That's so wet, dude. But <laughs> fucking. Yeah, dude. DMVU, that motherfucker be sweating, son. Yeah, we've had some sweaty CDJs in our days. I'm not going to lie. That's whatever, though. That's what I'm not a big jerk. Yeah, who cares? I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck either. Because I'm I'm fucking no clothes and I'm sweating. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, you're up oh, there there's fucking, the naked guy doing the worm on the CD. Fucking grinding his fucking dick on the <laughs> yeah. fucking crossfader. Dude, you guys ever gotten a boner on stage, dude? Uh, no, I don't think so. Have you? <laughs> One. No way. No, yeah, are you no. in your underwear or fully clothed? No, I was clothed. This is way before. You yeah, got dude, a boner? That would be a lot. If I was in my underwear and I just had a full-on boner. I mean, you got to get a boner in front of like 10,000 people. Can you do that? That's a lot of eyes. That's a lot of pressure. (laughs) But I'm not scared. I'm not scared of that shit. I don't think you are, to be honest. Honestly, it'd be hilarious. I think I'm going to try it. I'm just saying, (laughs) take a Viagra before you go on stage. Dude, I've always thought it'd be funny as shit. Like, you know, like the UFC fighters. Like, if someone just slipped Viagra in their waters. That's like a good fucking, like, tactic. If I was a UFC fighter. How thrown off would you be that the dude just has a hard dick while you're wrestling them? Or thrown on. I'm just saying. (laughs) <laughs> it could be a whole, total mind fuck. So I'm saying now but, this is pay per view. <laughs> <laughs> now this is pod racing. Yeah, dude, it, it, yeah. One time though, and I told the crowd, you I had to turn around and tuck it up. I had to shut do the, the fuck. Up. You're not flipping. That's your a good way of blowing man. a load in your belly button. <laughs> yeah, have you not done it? Everyone knows your references are off the chart. Not since '94. That was my last belly button bust. Okay, word. I think I had one the other night, but you know, nice. Yeah. Well, I'm sure, he had a few on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is where this fucking podcast has gone to. Yeah, I, we had an idea. Trust me. There was potential at first. We were going me. over our best dick cum jokes last night. Oh, dude. We were getting material ready. <laughs> I don't know why dick jokes are still so, so funny to me, no, man. They're, like, they're just, they'll never die. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. They're just too no, funny. They'll to never me. die. Yeah. I hope not. Thanks for second, that question. The, the second cancel culture comes from the dick jokes, dude. Nope. I'm going full on fucking squanto. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh not, my not my America. <laughs> I'm saying four more years. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> four, uh, dick jokes. Dick jokes. Four more years of them. Dick jokes. Yeah, storm the cup though. Yeah. Good, good question. Thank you. Yeah. Let's get to another one, Jeremy. This is the last one. All right, bet. Let's go, baby. Alright, now what's up guys? My name is Garrett. I'm from Ocean Tech, California. Okay. I just wanted to ask Smokeland a question. When you guys were first starting out with Smokeland Project, did you play at dive bars, weddings, or like gigs that just weren't really into the scene? And if so, were you playing your own music or was it what the crowd wanted to hear? Alright guys, thanks. That's a good question. Yeah. 
We played hella dive bars. We played yeah, hella like weddings or like no weddings and stuff. Weddings probably pay better. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> they did. I did, like, I did the wedding gigs for a bit. Really? You? you could do open format like that. Oh, bro, I, I, I did. I was like just a club DJ for like yeah. three years. Oh, that's impressive. That's a, that's hard to DJ. Yeah, shit yeah. Like I would, would DJ in that top fifty. Yeah, I would DJ at a uh, gay bars. I DJ at a gay bar in Jackson, Mississippi for like two and a half years, and I DJ six hours every Friday and Saturday. Wow, no shit. Yeah. Just open format. And just... like before that, I play gigs with my band and then like load up and got that's to go do that. So much music you have have to have bro it's dude, insane there was a there was a weekend it was we did this we had this resident my band we were playing this place called pelican cove it was right on the mississippi reservoir yeah and we played there during the day for like lunch people people on their boats and shit it was a great time pack up go to the club across the street play with my band yeah and as soon as that was over pack up and go dj the gay bar like that was the fucking grind damn i did i did those gigs oh, yeah fuck. yeah we still do those gigs, bro. We still <laughs> go play a fucking... Yeah. We just fucking... We're in a couple of cities there. There's a goddamn restaurant in the front. You know what I'm saying? We still hit those types of gigs. Yeah. Um, but yeah, lots of dive bars. We were playing our own music. We were playing shit that people wanted to hear. Every set that we play is what... Yeah, um, we never played like a... Like a top 40 club scene or anything. No. It's always been like a dubstep scene. Stuff, yeah. No. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. I just learned that I could make a living doing like the DJ stuff. So like, I totally. didn't have to work a normal job. I could yeah. work on music during the week and yeah. then just That's go tight. work DJ the casino or a wedding yeah. or like I did a graduation, dude. I even did a funeral once. No way. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. What'd you play? What I play? Fucking turn. They were turning up. They were like celebrating. They were getting lit. Yeah. yeah, it was. It was like that's how I want a yeah. funeral to go. Receptions get pretty. Would you show funny. up with your own controller and stuff like that's and your laptop or? What? Oh, dude, not. No, I would turn up. Show up with lights, yeah. speakers, the whole thing. Like yeah. I had, I have all. I had all of I it. feel like yeah. if you book DJs or stuff like that, they want them to have everything. All that yeah. shit. Mm -hmm. yeah. I had it all. And uh, so, like, I, fuck, dude. The fucking craziest thing I did, dude, I was DJing this wedding, dude. And um, it was like the wedding reception, not like the actual yeah. service. And this guy stopped the music. It was this, the, the groom's brother. And he was like, uh, can I can I say something real quick? I'm like, yeah, absolutely. So I yeah. cut the music. I thought he was going to say some stuff about his brother. Oh, no. He fucking proposed to his girlfriend. <laughs> oh, fuck. At his brother's <laughs> wedding reception. Did the brother know that he was going to do it? No. It was the most awkward thing. Oh, Holy God. shit. Dude. Yeah. Did she was, say yes? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. I'd have been great if she said no. Yeah, I thought I thought you were gonna say that he was gonna get on the mic and start like ranting about like MAGA and stuff. Or <laughs> this is our time. Yeah, I we just, need to stop. I didn't know What's what, going I didn't know on what in our going, country? I didn't know what to expect there. You ain't taking my goddamn gun. Yeah, yeah, dude. No, but he fucking proposed. Fuck. That shit was crazy. Like every, like even I was like, what? What are you doing, dude? dude? There's a couple places you don't propose. It's a wedding. In a in games, I feel like. What if oh, like sports what if she's games? Like unless, if she's like a huge, unless like, y'all okay, I get it. Sense, yeah, but, yeah. I get it. but like you're just kind of. I feel like they're they're put on the spot in front yeah. of forty thousand people. Don't to, do it at the mall to <laughs> say yes, right? That's yeah, how I, I mean, would feel. So maybe. like, unless you guys are unless she just like loves sports and loves you. If she's like a huge Red Sox fan, yeah. and then like right, dude. Or what if like you're the biggest fucking Saints fan in the world, and your girlfriend. Gets you like the best tickets ever, and then you're having the best day of your life, and you look over and she's on one knee. Damn, that'd you be tight. I mean, I where like, are the seats? I'm talking about like 50 <laughs> yard line. Seats. I like I'm when about... girls take control like that and <laughs> yeah. uh, are just like a little more aggressive. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> just so you know. Ideas. Just so you know. He likes aggressive. Ones. That'd be tight. I would like that. That is cool. Like honestly, like I, I, I think it would be a beautiful thing for like you don't yeah. see like the woman doing it, but like I no. think that would be like a beautiful thing. You're like, yeah. oh wait, she she loves you so much that she's gonna ask you, will you spend yeah. the rest of your life? Yeah. I think that's honestly beautiful. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. 
Dude, what else happened at a? Oh, dude, I had I did this uh this lesbian wedding once, and I thought it was being a great idea. I'm like, oh, dude, I got the perfect song for whenever they walk in. Katy Perry's "I Kissed a Girl." I'm. <laughs> I thought it was genius. <laughs> I thought it was gonna be a hit, dude. And it was awkward. I was like, what? What? Dude, it's like playing it's freaking just like the like, fattest miss of the world. <laughs> dude, I <laughs> thought it was stereotypical. Like, what hey, do you think hey, a lesbian hey, would like for hey, a they, song? They hired this just like redneck southern kid to come <laughs> DJ their wedding. They and the me. first song that they hear is just I Kissed a Girl. Dude, they hired, they hired me because I was the DJ at the gay ball. Yeah. And that's where they had met. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I was just like. I thought, dude, Katy Perry's "I Kissed a Girl." Did they look over at you like, oh, dude, not the, happy? The whole family, like, it was, yeah. it was, it was really odd. I was like, I this thought, is the first dancer, just like the first song, not the first, not the first okay, dancer, okay. first song, yeah. but like <laughs> whenever it's like time to party, yeah. I'm like, all right, dude, Katy Perry's I, "I Kissed a Girl." I would have appreciated that. Yeah, I thought it was a great move. Yeah, but no, I was wrong. Hey, you miss 100 percent of the shots <laughs> you don't take. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> yeah, dude, I did uh, uh, Shaggy's "It Wasn't Me" at a That's at a, a, at a wedding. Not the, the the one of the family members is like, hey, it's a song about adultery. Yeah, at, he, at he the goes, wedding, he goes, "Hey man, I don't think this song's really appropriate." And I was like, "You know what? You're right, dude. You're totally right. <laughs> You're totally right, dude. Let's not play a song about cheating on your um, wife." D- <laughs> yep, that's all right. Hopefully, your DJ sets now are a little more. Oh, they're even worse. On par. <laughs> yeah. You have no idea how bad I wish I could play "Bump and Grind" by R. Kelly. God, I hate that he touched kids, dude. Well, yeah. Yeah, a little be, more than that. I know, right? But like, <laughs> I want to. I wish I could play that in my DJ set so bad. Yeah, what was that other you song? Could be you the, you could be bounce, bounce. If anyone bounce. could, oh, the remix to it's Ignition. You. Yeah, yeah, that'd be a killer one to play. Oh, throw the dude. throw the Dave Chappelle music video up behind you while you're doing it. <laughs> It'll be a huge hit, bro. I'd get in so much trouble. Yeah, oh yeah, you dude. would. It wouldn't even be fun. Yep, it wouldn't even be. We fun. don't condone it. I don't so. either. But I'm just saying. Yeah, that's one, one song I wish we could have. I mean, a good headline's a no matter what, you know. If it's bad or good. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I think there is bad publicity. (laughs) I mean, just ask Pace Nectar, you know? (laughs) Yo! (laughs) I don't know. People are still talking about him. I know, dude. That's true. Still talking. I'm like, dude, why? Why? Just don't even talk about it. (laughs) I was at a show the other night. The guy was wearing a Pace Nectar jersey, and then he just looks over me. I just just assume if you're wearing a Pace Nectar jersey at a show, you fucking hate my guts. Or like you. um, From all the jokes I've made. (laughs) Or your just IQ is a little lower. Right, right. <laughs> the guy just looks over me and me and Luke. I'm like, yep, yep. You yeah. Probably, yep, they hate me. Yep. So. I mean, if you ever seen the R base nectar on uh, Reddit, it's still pretty. Really? The, like, come uh, back, Laura. Oh, oh, that Reddit thread is about the The return like, is coming. Field day. <laughs> I believe it. And people would buy tickets. You know, I people, bet you they would. Oh, yeah, yeah, they would. Yeah. People it's a would sad go. thing. It's so a it's sad like, thing are people, they would. But here's the question. Are you really canceled if people are still coming to see you? He's still making Spotify money. He's still making got five millions. million monthly listeners or whatever the fuck it Holy is. So shit, yeah. dude, I didn't even touch a child. And I don't even have that. That's money. what I'm saying. Maybe bro. we should touch kids. It could be a good career move. <laughs> yeah, honestly, like I think maybe we should just start touching kids. Like that kid with the mullet. That's I'm a like, huge hey, rebrand. Hey, hey, <laughs> you like dubstep? <laughs> I'll run. I'll run the rebrand by the management and see if it works for us. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, we're obviously man. joking, y'all. This is getting out of hand. Yep. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm sorry. I took it there, y'all. That's all right. I, I, we're I, just following your lead. Yeah. Okay, I apologize. We're with the guy that can't get in trouble, so <laughs> yeah. we're just over here. It's obviously jokes, right? Yeah, I'm not gonna on. go touch a child. Come on. But if it got me five hundred five million <laughs> listeners on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, all right, I'm not joking about this. Work. Yeah, that's great questions, everybody. Yeah, thanks, uh, guys. Thank you for calling. We got we had a bunch, but they were 
awful. Thanks, thanks for the seriousness. <laughs> None of them were. I think maybe one or two were good. I didn't have much hope in like our fan base to ask good questions because they follow us. So yeah, <laughs> fair enough. How dude. smart can they really be? Fair enough. If we're dude. idiots, I yeah. Mean, Apple doesn't fall it's too Blind far. leading the blind here, so. <laughs> well, yeah, dude, if you're an idiot, you can break even. Yeah. You can break even. And we're even. doing it. I'll drink to that. Extra good. <laughs> no, nah, man, I I, um, I love you, boys. Thank you all so much Thanks, for being man. here. Thanks, man. Thank you for too. having us. We're so appreciative to have, like, for you to have us on here. Um, we've been watching and supporting for a long time, and this has always been one of our goals to get on this. Hell yeah. And, uh, yeah, this feels good, man. It feels good to check check. This box. No, man, it's, it's, it. it's been cool getting to know y'all. I mean, we started talking maybe like a year ago. Maybe. Yeah, about. Yeah, I think so. Like the Peekaboo yeah. tour, maybe? A little before that? Yeah, somewhere around there, the Butthole tour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's probably right around then. Yeah, yeah, that's whenever we first started meeting. And, I, you know, I had been listening to y'all and seeing y'all's names, but I'm just really happy for y'all and really proud of y'all. You know, and thanks, like, man. Now, thanks. I mean, now I'm, I mean, I'm, you know, we've always talked, but now, like, I know the relationship between y'all, and I just have so much love for, like, what y'all do together. You know what I mean? I didn't Thanks. have that before today. Thanks. Yeah. And so I really appreciate, you know, y'all's love for each other and trust in each other. It's honestly a beautiful fucking thing. It's, uh, it's been appreciate it. basically between, besides my parents and my family, it's definitely been the healthiest, like, friendship or relationship I've really ever had in my life. It's been really awesome to be able to grow with him and do this. It's Damn. good, man. Yeah, and it's been fun seeing y'all's growth. And like I said, I uh, I appreciate. I'm uh, I'm grateful for the chance to get to know y'all some more, and you know, being able to sit down with y'all today. So, um, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank yeah. you. Uh, y'all have anything y'all want to tell the people before y'all get out of here? Um, if you've made it this far in the podcast, thank you for thank listening. You. And uh, I guess we'll use this second real quick on this platform to bring up the Roe v. Wade thing. I just want to get this out here. Fuck the Supreme Court. Men support your women. This is no fucking joke. Take a stand for your mothers, sisters, everyone. This is just, it's not a joke anymore. This isn't a not my chair, not my problem type deal. Everyone's involved um, and you don't think it'll happen to you or affect you until someone you know is going through this. So take a stand for your people. Be vocal. Um, we stand with all our ladies, all our women, everything yeah. like that. I just Aaron and I to, both have sisters. Yeah, both have sisters. Like, we fucking... Raised in houses of women. Yeah, like, I have sisters as well, dude. You know, sisters. It, you it's know? just, it's just, it's not a joke, and you know, it could be not anything serious to you until your fucking sister's calling you saying my state isn't letting me get an abortion and I need to get one. Um, yeah. So yeah, I just wanted to take a really nah, quick bro, second talk to about, say that. Honestly, like, let's talk about this shit, dude. Because like, I'm not scared to talk about this shit. Yeah, like, neither am I. It's been on my fucking mind. Yeah, and well, like, I didn't even. I'm embarrassed to say I didn't even know it was going to happen. Like, I didn't see it coming. I was it's thrown just, off by it. It's ridiculous. I've been hearing, you know, whatever. We read Electric Forest when it happened. I haven't really, we haven't really been vocal on Twitter about it. Or, like, um, I said something at Electric Forest after one of our sets about it. Um, but, yeah. It's a I weird thing to find out. It's fucking Electric weird, Forest. man. And we're going, it feels like we're going backwards Yeah, it feels like a fucking huge step back, dude. Like, this is crazy fuck? to I, me, bro. I didn't bro. think it could ever happen. It's crazy to me. It, it, it's sickening, to be honest with you. Like, we're going fucking backwards in time almost. So, like, I like the idea of, like, 
like them saying leave it to the states, not just for like abortions, because like that that war is where it gets fucked up. But like yeah. leaving certain things to certain states, right? I like yeah. that idea. But the, like now, like back home in Mississippi, the only abortion clinic they're closed. Back in Louisiana, Go they're away. closed. Oh yeah, yeah. They're, like they they were like they were waiting for this day to yeah, come. They like they like, they're they're the chains ready to yeah, lock that. They were fucking yeah. ready, and so like that fucking sucks. It's you know crazy. what I'm saying? It feels like a big step back, and it's like these old fucking white people. And like I'm not a sit, I'm not gonna sit here and be like I fucking hate white people. Yeah, you know I'm not one of those guys. I don't. But it's like you just know it's these old fucking white dudes who are stuck yep. in their own ways, and they're like, yeah, abortions aren't real until these old fucks like their daughter gets pregnant from a black guy yeah. or something yeah. like that, or their fucking like, mistress well, or something like that. It's all fucking abortions. Yep, it's all yeah, dude. And then that's the whole but hypocrisy it, it, yeah. of the shit. It's just they want they want your votes. They yeah. want you to fucking swing. Each it's the way, whole hypocrisy. It's fucking it's sickening. What was the first thing they did when they happened? Democratic Party sent a bunch of text text like donors donated us fifteen dollars. Yeah, it's yeah. Up. It's like everyone's using it for political gain. Yeah. It's like these people are fucking our lives. Up, yeah, dude. yeah. It's like, so yeah, it's on? our. It's lives, just crazy. It's a know? crazy time right now. I never thought like in fifty years when all these old fucks are dead and we're the fucking old people and it's a whole new like wave of thought process. We and need stuff. like an age limit. Hopefully, in politics, that'd be bro. cool. Hopefully things get better. Um, but yeah, the fact that it's 2022 and we're now we're still we've dealing reversed with Roe v. Wade, which was like a monumental case yeah. that like really changed the history you know, of this like country. You, old comedy, you watch an old George Collin or, oh, or yeah. old Richard Pryor yeah. stand-up, they're talking about the same shit from the 70s, Yeah, you know? Yeah. And we're still dealing with it. Yeah, and Nothing's changed. I'm trying to do my part, bro. I'm only going to come in men now. so That's fair, dude. <laughs> I've been doing that and it hasn't gone wrong for me yet. So, <laughs> but yeah, man, men stick up for your girls. Yeah, for real, yeah. stick up for for your for your ladies because yeah. it's uh it's a fucked up time. I, I I agree, man. Also, like I'm seeing like people like co after people who aren't saying stuff. I don't necessarily agree with that. Some people don't know what to say. It, bro. it makes me anxious a little bit because then like. I've been seeing that too, and I then I want to be like, oh yeah, yeah, no, like you're right, like I need to say something. But then it just feels like I'm just saying something because I've seen someone say that they want me to say something, and it hasn't felt genuine. You no, know, sometimes it takes a few days for someone to figure out what to say. Right? Yeah, it, well, give also, me time to process. But also, like, it's like me, right? Like. I probably shouldn't have an input in this other than, like, you know, talking about this on the podcast. Because, like, usually on Twitter, I just try to make jokes. Yeah, totally. All right, this isn't a time to make jokes. Totally. Yeah. And, and, you know, give, I gave it two weeks, then I'll start making jokes. Yeah. But <laughs> for now, I'm fucking you, chilling. You but don't like, know what to say, really. I don't Because it, we're all fucking dumbass dudes with dicks. It's, it's like, we shouldn't have a say in this. Like, this should be a whole other issue that's ran by the women of this country that, like, it should be... No dude's ever gotten an abortion. Uh, excuse me, you're canceled. <laughs> I'm like, how you know, dare you? Are you, you, know saying, are you that? Wait, wait, you know what I'm saying? Are you saying guys can't get abortions? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like no guy's ever gotten one. What? So how the fuck are we supposed to be like? Now they're illegal, like because it's crazy to me. I don't know. I just think you're canceled after that, dude. Men, men, men can totally get abortions. If I get canceled by men, <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> Ladies, oh, bro. You uncancel just me. Sexually har- <laughs> <laughs> There's evidence against smoke lineage. Just all these dudes. <laughs> <laughs> just dudes saying that. I, he said he can't get no abortion. <laughs> he totally sucked my cock. <laughs> I was uncomfortable the entire time. But yeah, that's so. Oh, that'd be yeah. so great. You got, a, you got a big platform and uh, 
Just figured we'd you know squeak that in here. No, nah, man, I'm not scared to talk about anything yeah. like that. Like I try to keep the show lighthearted, but like yeah. I'm also not scared. Like I'm yeah. open to talking about anything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <sighs> yeah, it's just a it's a weird fucking time. And one thing that's really bothering me too is like Fourth of July is Monday, right? Mm-hmm. I'm a giant lover of this country and totally. like the, you know the day of our independence like you totally. know i turn up like well come from a very like patriotic family like i have yeah. family that served in the military all that type of stuff and i'm like so stoked on the fourth of july and i just hate that there's so many people this year who are just going to just bash you know yeah. this country and, I, and it's like i i think this country's a great place like you know there's some shitty politicians yeah. but that's everywhere you go just power hungry motherfuckers and yeah I just, I just, uh, it always hurts me when I see people bash like this place because yeah. I have so much love for it. But I, mean, I also going stay out of it. Tough time right we now, are going through know? a tough time, but so is everywhere else, man. Like, and yeah. I, I try my best to just stay out of like stuff like that. But it's just like I agree that 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 I just I, that that part also upsets me too. I'm like, yeah, like they're they're actually you know they have a right to feel that way now. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I'm just like, fuck, man, because. I try not to lose faith, you know, in in in, in the system and the yeah. country, and, and it's, it's a hard thing to have faith in right now. It is the past couple of uh, you know, couple of years have been hard. They're coming for our rights little by little. Yeah, that shit mm-hmm. sucks, bro. Leave me be. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. yeah, if I was like, if I if I get my sister pregnant and want to get her abortion, <laughs> like that's, that's my business. <laughs> I fucking think I'm done. I I I'm fully out of here. I fully believe in that in your move on that. Please do not let her carry that out full term. All right, dude. I had to end this on a funny note. You know what I'm saying? Thank you guys so much for for listening and thanks for having us. Yeah, here. I appreciate. Now I hope you make it yeah, as yeah. far into the podcast. <laughs> I appreciate y'all and I appreciate everybody listening to this week's episode of Talks with Taboo. I will see y'all next week. Be good. Happy Fourth of July. I love you. Peace. Woo. Thanks, guys. Love you. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, 